you're good. All righty. Yeah. We are getting it going. This is episode 84 of the Puro Caballero Show. Uh, joined again with another host. Um, returning guest. Yeah. Uh, comic friend. Yeah. Another dude who I like talking the fight game with. Homie Tony, what's going on, man? What's good? What's good? Shout uh, where where are you at on IG at Tony Grams? Yeah, at Tony Grams. Pop up guy with the white T-shirt. There you go, right there, <laughs> right there. Um, I am uh, available on Instagram at Puro Caballero. I had a brain fart right there. <laughs> I was like, like, what do I want to say? Falls. What do I want to say? Um, yeah, the show is the Puro Caballero show uh, at the Puro Caballero show on Instagram. We are everywhere you can kind of get. Uh, your podcast, pretty much, it's, uh, Spotify, you know, SoundCloud. We're on Google, Apple, all that stuff, all that stuff, pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're just sitting here. We got some uh, ESPN boxing event going on right now. We're just kind of just uh, touching bases, kind of. Fight uh, game. Yeah, on the fight game, what was going on in like the world of boxing? Uh, we were talking about basically tonight's fights, though. It's kind of random how like they've uh, ESPN hasn't. They haven't been promoting the boxing game as much as they have the UFC. It's been, like, pretty evident. And uh, it's like the, the days they're kind of scheduling, the fights are kind of random. I think it, I think that shows you how powerful Dana White's been onto yeah. ESPN. More and, than, I mean, aren't they, like, yeah. in a partnership-type kind of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't – and they had their deal with Top Rank, but that's – I mean, it, it seems like maybe the same deal, like ESPN yeah. Plus and Top Rank. And, but I think they care – they clearly care more about – what UFC yeah, pretty pro- much puts on. They're promoting the hell out of this, uh, uh, the UFC fights that have been going on. Even the fight night ones, which has been, like, kind of interesting. Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, the boxing cards is going to be hard for them to get, like, big headline type of events in this situation. There's going to be, if you're a big boxer, you're going to want to wait to, yeah. like, actually get people in the stand so you can actually demand more money. Um, uh, ticket sales, just all of the venues. Right. Everything sessions so it seems like the kind of guys who are taking fights are like the up-and-comer guys right now right the guys who who like we saw Shakur Stevenson get a, a TKO victory just yes. the other day uh, on ESPN too uh, or also not the regular ESPN yeah. uh, but um, oh, it wasn't even on plus no, no, I think it was just, I think they had it just yeah, on regular. Tell they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's on ESPN after bowling. Bowling. <laughs> Oh man, it's like ESPN. They just have the uh, the documentaries they've been coming out with, and, yeah, then, that's, and then these fight games. That's what are the fight sports. That's it. Yeah. Honestly, right I haven't even watched like any of them, but it just that's the talk of the town. Like after Tiger King, and now it's like Jordan and Bruce Lee, and yeah, they had the Lance Armstrong one too. Yeah, I heard about that one too. Yeah, yeah. that's. Like, he was an asshole, man. I watched that one. He was a dick when he was first coming up. <laughs> it just like seems like any guy that just races on bikes, <laughs> he's gonna be an asshole to like everyone who's not. Oh, you walk. Duh. You walk. This is a ten speed, and this is a new, <laughs> this is my morning bike. <laughs> like you're old. I just use this to check the mail. Okay. So no, I, I've never, I never really got into you know. I had an ex girlfriend. Her. Her boyfriend was a biker. Oh yeah, and I used to call him Tour de France, <laughs> <laughs> and she she would laugh, but I could tell it, like she'd get here, and I'd be like, "Oh, Tour de France!" Yeah, you get pissed off. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, Tour de France, ass nigga." Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, that's all Tour de France called you." And she's like, "I don't ever remember it's his like, name." Oh, you got the yellow jersey today. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh shit. 
Yeah, that that one that one was like a two parter. The the um, Bruce Lee one wasn't bad though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I might check that out just because I'm my uncles. I grew up, you know, they're seventies. It was cool Bruce seeing Lee the fans. the timeline of stuff before he got popular in the movies and stuff, and and like his background, because I didn't know he had like his own like. Uh, uh, dojo or academy in like yeah. Seattle yeah, prior to going to Hong Kong uh-huh. and stuff like that's that. That's my too. uncle trained. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was telling you. Like I had an uncle, he passed away, and but his even his his teacher was one of was one of Bruce's like first students, mm. and this guy was like an old you know white hair kind of like the grand. Yeah, Grant. like 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 he yeah. what he was. I can imagine when he was probably like a kid or teenager training there. So. And then he just took over, and so it's in the style. You can literally see the influence, and I can see the people he trained. And he was like, a, this dude was like a legit trainer. Yeah. And my uncle's like a six six dude doing high kicks, like little really dope stuff. And so I was yeah. like, that his influence was like Bruce, Bruce Lee's influences stretched everywhere. Yeah, because he was in Seattle, and then he moved down to L.A. and was like doing the Hollywood, Hollywood stuff, shit, yeah. but, like, wasn't really popping off. He was uh, Kato for the Green Hornet. Yeah. But, like, I like people, I've heard people who uh, talked about that that show and how influential it was. Mm-hmm. It only lasted, like, one season back then. Really? Yeah. How it, long was the season back the then? The season man? was, like, long as like hell. Like, 60 episodes. Yeah, it would be, like, a 50-episode <laughs> season and stuff. You yeah, know like, you're it. done. Like, no, I, just, I made $5 million off of this. Like... <laughs> It's 1969. But like. he was like the sidekick, and he always like he he at that point in time he wanted to be like more of the uh, the the leader, the teacher type role, yeah. like the spiritual type Not of guy, like the little follower kind yeah. of assistant. Right, yeah. and he didn't necessarily want to do just violent movies either. It had to be like that a reason sense. to 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 Kick you know, ass, really. yeah, pretty much. Kick so, somebody through a window. <laughs> so there for there was a long time he wasn't getting scripts in Hollywood, so he moved to Hong Kong. And then got a deal doing the movies over there. Became, became the man over yeah. there, and then came back to the U.S. Like now, look at me now. Yeah, I think his his last movie was his like big U.S. blockbuster debut because um, he had passed away like right before like the 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 movie came out. So it was kind of like bittersweet when the yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah. it was crazy. It was it was a cool doc uh, seeing that shit and yeah. uh, seeing him. Uh, what was like the the Chinese fighting style that they um, the Wing Chun the Wing Chun yeah he said that only the Chinese people would teach only other Chinese people yeah so he was one of the first people to teach like white people and black people and like to anybody people, who would show up and a lot of people <laughs> said that's what supposedly could like why they like so maybe if they were the people that often and that's why he was kind of like that's always been kind of alluded to so yeah his death was a little fishy yeah yeah. It's like, I always, I'm not like, like, of course it's Bruce Lee, it's Bruce Lee. It's like, there's his number ones, I don't know, when you look at certain lists, and it's like, the person's not number one, because they, they're the best, period, so there's like, so when you look at the list of like, fighting, or movie, even just movie actor, karate actors, yeah. I would say if there's Bruce Lee, then there's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So it's to me, like, same thing with rap. There's Tupac, then there's one, two, three, four, five. And, like, Bruce was, like, so innovative with, like, exactly. the, with the action stuff, Exactly. Like, to me, I like, I like, of course, like, Jackie Chan was dope, but I like Jet Li, like. Jet Li was, Jet Li was, Jet Li was hard underrated. as fuck. Like, I think Jet Li went just way like, To me, Jackie. the one, 
the one. Shit. He nigga, fought himself. He, 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 like, he beat everybody's ass. Like, he done fought himself. How do you make kicking your own ass on a green screen look like the best karate fight in history? Yo, that, was that shit. That movie was. It just even the storyline though. The storyline was dope as fuck. That's yeah. what made it even better. Like just the the fact there's 123 universes and this motherfucker travels to 122 to <laughs> yeah. murder himself just to get that energy so he can be the one. And it was kind of dope. Like, he even said, he's, he says, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not killing everyone else. I'm just cleaning up the universe. I'm not, like, I'm just making it nice and neat. Right. Like, all, putting all this energy in just one thing. Oh, man. That movie is, like, one of the, that's one of the greatest, like, action karate movies I think that slept on. That, yes, like, people I should agree. Everybody should watch the one. That's one of my once. favorites. That's one of my favorites. That's just dope. And it's like, I don't even think it's like on any. I have to like Google it, see what's streaming. You might have and to just rent it. Rent it, rent it yeah, because like yeah. a lot of movies they're not even. You know, they they'll promote them and interchange them. It'll be free on Prime for like two months. Then or HBO or Netflix. And it yeah. jumps in Hulu, and, and, it and jumps, then yeah. then you have to pay for it for about three months. And it's but I've never seen like the one kind of just. On Netflix, or there's like certain documentaries I used to watch on Netflix that are like not on there anymore, and you tell people like, "Oh, it should yeah. be on there," and you're like, "Oh, it's not here." Yeah, like, or yeah, it's like they yeah. just—I think it's like contracts with the movie because yeah, if you look when movies are free, yeah. and then it'll be free on Vudu, uh, Tubi, and all Roku, and then Crackle, and then like the next like two months later, I watched the movie. Literally, I, I can't remember what it was. This happened a couple months ago. I was watching the movie, got halfway through, went to go smoke. Came back, was out distracted, and was like watching something else, fell asleep. Uh-huh. Maybe like three to, not even two to three days later, went back to watch that same movie and couldn't find it, and now I had to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like it switched that quick, and it wasn't like it was a preview watch, or it was just literally like that's how much they switch it up so quick to where it'll be free. <laughs> that happened to me the other day. So my roommate, uh, VJ, he rented. Um, uh, King of Staten Island, the new movie, oh, the yeah. Bill Burr yeah. and um, uh, Peter, uh, Pete, Pete, yeah, Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson, the one that uh, Judd Apatow directed. Yeah, Marissa Tomei did really good in it too. Oh, but, that's dope. but uh, uh, he was he watched it and he was like, "Hey, I got this yesterday, so like you have to like." Uh, he told me in the middle, of the, like in the morning, he's like, "Hey, you got another twelve hours, you can watch it." So I, like, all right, cool. So I was like watching other shit, just like uh, I think there was like some fights on, so I was watching that instead, and. Uh, it came to like later and I started the movie at like 11 o'clock and I got like 20 minutes into it and I, I, I paused it and then I went to go get food or something from the kitchen or a beer and I came back and I tried clicking it again. I was like, what the fuck? And it like wouldn't work. And like I refreshed the page and it was like, no, you got to rent it again. I was like, oh, fuck. After I didn't even see Bill Burr in the your movie. movie yet. Your fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> I your, didn't even see Bill Burr. Your movie Burr. turned into a pumpkin. It should turn into a pumpkin after midnight. But I was hella, I was hella, I was hella lit, and I was pissed off. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna buy this shit. I don't give a fuck." I want to see, see, see the movie. I want to see Burr with a mustache. Yo, he actually his his character is funny as fuck. I watched uh, <laughs> this, uh, I watched half of the. I was gonna hit you up. To, I still haven't even watched the rest of it. The podcast with uh, with him on Rogan and yeah, shit. That shit was hilarious. That shit was funny. He goes off. That's when he was talking about those shit. fights and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, the accounting shit. <laughs> the yeah. fights in the fights uh, were Boston. In Boston that oh, shit. hilarious. That shit was hilarious. He's just like, and he's a guy that just wrap his hands. He just wrap. <laughs> he just wrapped his hands. Yeah, like, ah. That's fucking funny. And I was like, I said, growing up, I knew dudes in like hoods like that that would like they would like literally just lift weights and pump iron like all week just to go to a club. Fuck somebody. Just, up. Not, not even somebody. A bouncer. Uh. They would go to. They would specifically like just get pumped 
all week and be like, yeah, we going, we looking, we going like to look for the biggest, meanest looking bouncers and just get it on. Like, nigga, let's go. And it's like, at that point, it's like, all right, maybe you should just sign up to fight like, for real. professionally. Get paid. At least amateur. Instead of at going, least amateur. Yeah, yeah. At instead least of ending up in jail at the end of the fight. Like. Because if some fuck shit happens, you got a rep to stop it. Like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you got a street, you got a street brawl. You, your head gets a concrete. And you might not be able to walk off, again. You get like four <laughs> more kicks. You might not be able to walk again. Like it's like legit. Like, you might hurt a vertebrae. Like, that's a legit thing that them. can happen. This dude has like a Mortal Kombat tattoo. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like I it's like I just noticed <laughs> he's kicking dudes ass low key. Oh, right here he's just high punch, low punch, high punch, low punch. Look, high punch. Oh, he's he's literally ass. fighting like Mortal Kombat, low punch. He's just <laughs> it's like, it's, like it's like straight up. <laughs> and dude can't get around it. That's funny. I always gotta like think it's cool. Like he got good head movement too. Ooh, ooh, Damn, just okay. stepped in. It's cold, just stuck him. But I always like I like tattoos. Like I got that GI Joe. Uh, I got the Cobra. Yeah, so I kind of like any two. You have a good like logo slogan, uh, logo tattoos. Yeah, it's like I'm on ooh. your side. I'm on. I'm riding with you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get some ink soon. You don't have time. any. No, I do have. I have a oh. couple. I just have a couple. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah. on my arms, though. But and uh, Ooh, we caught an elbow. Look like I have like ideas for like a bunch of them, so I don't know which one I want to do. You know what See, I mean? To do them, that's how you do it. You just do, a bunch you of start them, them all <laughs> and just keep going, and you somewhere you have to. Yeah. And and then before maybe in the next year and a month, year and a half, go like once a month, once yeah. every month and a half, and get something done. Not even if it's a huge piece. Mm-hmm. Or like a little shit, and that's literally how I just built like kind of my shit. Yeah. Just every month and special Friday the Thirteenth at tattoo shops, they do the cheaper specials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a bunch of little shit done, and it just collectively adds up. Yeah, I I like don't want to take certain spots away because I yeah. have ideas for bigger pieces at yeah. times too. So like, uh, that's the other thing of just being patient with it too. Because I've seen people who have like gotten certain ink and then just like. Want had ideas for like doper pieces that mean more important stuff to them, but they it's like hard to it's like stuck, it's in a place where you can't cover it up or yeah. like you know the you know what I mean huh. the design. And then they just do with a whole black on. Yeah, and then like I, the thing that pisses that like I fucking hate is when people have two designs that overlap each other and shit. Like yeah. that, that happens sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, like that looks it just, that's poor planning. Bro. <laughs> like, yo, like come on, it just spills in. Like, oh, that's why all of mine, I had them, like, placed right. and certain shit done into, like, where there was space and there's still space to add in what that is. And, gotcha. like, that kind of complements other shit. So, mm-hmm. like, even though it's, I seen that story a few weeks ago, maybe, like, a month ago with uh, that tattoo artist, the guy that did uh, uh, shop shit. And okay. he crashed, I guess, like, wrecked his, he had, like, a McLaren and, uh, he was just like it was weird because he was they were talking about him on the show, and he's like, yeah, he's this young twenty three, twenty three year old millionaire from doing, doing tattoos, and you know he's popping, and mm. I guess he, you know, he was that was literally like a week before the story, and I guess Damn. he does his tat, and he's partying one night with one of his YouTuber friends. Mm. They jump into McLaren, smashing, hitting Hollywood somewhere, wherever they're at, and drinking. Smash somewhere else and hit something, and his friend dies. Oof. So they got him for like murder, and he's like literally like locked. And he's like the last tattoo Damn. on his page is like shot. Wow. Like, and he was like, it's just wow. weird. Like, that's how, like, you were just like, life oh. is like that, though. It's just like one day something happened, and you just slip up somewhere. You know? like, oh, 
and then the worst part, like calling you the murderer, and it's like you did, your friend did die because of you, but it's like shit, like yeah, and they were both getting wasted, and like I guess dude was like a super major YouTuber, and like I forgot his name, but like it's kind of young, same thing, young dude. He had to be maybe only twenty two, twenty three, and just wrecked somewhere, and and it's like all that shit that's down the fucking drain, like money, cars, mansions, just. Sitting in prison, like, well, just. Uh, I'm pretty sure his skills will be put to use. Of course, <laughs> he's gonna be the man. He's gonna be the fucking man. They're gonna be like, hey, bro, what's good? Hope I mean, unless he gets like sold into something. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I will sell you the tattoo boy. <laughs> just so, hey, we're comedians. You can make fun of anything. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna run you down. We like so either you tap the whole block or the whole block's running the train. That's that's what's happening. So pick which block you want to run or you wanna tat. The whole yard really likes ink, so uh <laughs> they all want the They all want that smoke. They all want that smoke, bro. Like like I Hey, I've been I've been wanting a Mary Jane. He's been wanting a Mary Jane on his hand for about forty six years. He was in here with the Shawshank Redemption and shit. He was in here with Morgan Freeman and shit like, before he broke out. Like, shit, fucking Clint Eastwood left. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, they they were like, it's the, I just I, but that is honestly what other what. I mean, there's other jobs, maybe accounting or different things you can go into jail and kind of put to use working. But I, honestly, that's the best shit to where people will be literally keep people off your ass, like in a yeah, way to. Um, that too. That just, it's just it's certain jobs that can keep you out of like shit. Yeah. Make me laugh, bitch. <laughs> oh, of course, man. He's literally, I just uppercut. He's fighting like a Mortal Kombat character. Literally, every fight, he, every punch he's throwing, and it's working though. Like, high punch, high punch, uppercut. The other dude was George Perez. George Perez, I think, was doing comedy beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then he would actually, like, host, like, comedy events. And he eventually got dudes who would, like, open for him. That, wow. Like, you know, like, he's literally booking fucking shows. Open mics at, like, in the pen. That's dope. That's super dope. He started some careers probably and shit. I've heard multiple people who are like booking shows and like doing like uh, um, uh, like Latin comedy jam type shit outside. They were like were trying to talk to the. There was one dude who was like doing like a comedy special. Um, uh, I can't remember. This was like on the fucking Felipe Suarez's podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was talking about it. He was just like, yeah, man. 
Uh, I called the warden. I was like, yo, bro, is there any way we can get him out for a day? Like, come on, man. He's like, I'm desperate. I need somebody. That's so funny. <laughs> That's he, he comedy. He was, like, trying to list the people. Well, he just let him get him a day release. <laughs> He's like, yo, man, come on. I know he'd do it if he was, if he was out. <laughs> That's crazy. And it is, to me, that's what rehabilitation is. But, like, honestly, and I have an uncle, you know, he works in nursing homes, and before he went and got his, uh, you know, his certifications and all that and uh, occupational therapy, and he, he went to college and he went to for criminal justice and he was going to be a, a probation, parole officer, whatever. And he was, like, like into it, but I guess after that, just the job market for it didn't work out, so he was like, I'm cool, went back. But he still knows, and he goes – we were talking about this like a few weeks ago and I go, you know, a lot of these with jails and if you actually like whatever they do with these people and they're like, they're not helping them or, and he goes, well, the prison system, it's, they literally got out of the, they got out of the, the, the profession, the business of actually uh, rehabilitating prisoners in the seventies. And he goes, that happened. And that's why like, so it's not about like actually giving you something that you can come out with. So like that, if you were a comedian and you were doing shows killing to where even the warden's laughing, the the bailiff or the the, the fucking uh, whatever, the guards. Like he just literally just ran across the ring doing like, did you see that? He just went across the ring and did like nine high punches. Is oh, that was a nice one. But it's just, if so, if that, but that would be, yeah. High punch, high punch. They probably call him high punch in his gym. Hey, what's up, high punch? You want to be my sparring partner? <laughs> high punch, hey, high punch going to go low. High punch going to go low. He tired of it. He like, I'm sick. But, yeah, but that would be, that's what rehabilitation is. Something like literally that. Like, I go in and you don't know what this guy is in for. Whatever he, whatever he's in for, he's in for it. There's so many problems and, with it. It's, it's just been commercialized. So like, yeah. The company corporations are making billions. There's like Victoria's Secret. Uh, There's so much stuff you wouldn't even like. You'd be like, there they make that, like prisoners. Like it's insane. Like with, and it's a lot of it's a lot of politicians that are tied into that that keep people in jail longer than they should be just for that labor. To like, oh, we need these Nikes made. Like, That's why there's so many states that are super hesitant to stop the not uh, decriminalizing weed and shit. All that shit, because it's like that's an easy, a easy end. Easy. So we can get, we can get a good eight months of work okay. to a year of work off this person. If you're not working, then you're just a bed, like there. Yeah. Like that's a contract for everything that you shoes, the shoes, the, the bro- kit, the, the little the the fish kit, and everything. Transportation, transportation your meals, yeah, shot, just everything. And that you're one, and you're one, you're one in thousands, and exactly. in, in just that prison. And what's crazy is every time they expand the prisons, they all the, the beds always fill up. It's like they find reasons to put people in it versus needing the beds themselves. Sometimes the last time I was in the county, it was a I was in a six man, six man cell with seven people. So it'd be, and it was like, that was like 04, 03. Like, it was, uh, it was like a six-man cell with a floor sleeper, meaning whoever the new motherfucker is, you on the floor. And everybody, the person that was on the floor, he gets to bed. And it's like, it's like, and it's honestly, it's, that's how it works. And you go by it, nobody trips. 
and you just in there like it's six people and somebody sleep. Imagine sleeping on the floor of a jail, on a, on a not. And then they give you. The, but this is the, this is the fuck part. The the cold part. It's not. You're not being forced to sleep on the floor by the actual inmates. The it's. This is all part of the jail system. When you get in, they know that this is a six-man cell. They give you blankets, a pillow, and a mattress to go on the floor. So when you walk in, you have your shit. So you're not on the concrete. You have, like, an actual bed. And that's – they plan – and it's, so they know they're maximizing their options and their – okay, we can put seven and a six. It's one toilet. Uh, it's a phone. Like, I had a phone booth in my cell. Like, it was just weird. Like, I was like, this is luxurious. This is, like, wow. This is, uh, the summers are nice here. This. <laughs> it was like, I never, I don't, I didn't call anybody. I just, I was like, I'm just playing spades. Yeah, like, yo, I'm hard. It's going down. This is hard life. Like, what the fuck? Everybody does a jail verse. Yeah. Shine. Shine did one. Uh, somebody else, I think, uh, what's the guy? Roddy Rebel just draw, uh, did a verse, uh, a Pop Smoke feature. I wouldn't be surprised, but he was, he seemed like he would just get arrested but get out. He wasn't really doing like long stints. Yeah, I don't think he was doing like long stints enough to where they would just arrest him. Yeah, I think Kodak did the, yeah, definitely. Like, it, uh, it's just a lot of the jail verse is kind of like a. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like, it's all the like jail coverage. Larry Hoover, Big Meech. Like, dudes like that, sometimes you want to hear them talk. It's like, you just sometimes you want to hear, like, I don't know, I don't like, I like the same reason you watch Lock Up. You know what I mean? You watch Lock Up and there's a variety. There's the crazy motherfucker. And then there's, you know, and I don't give a fuck. I, I was ready to kill everybody in here when I first got in. And you're like, why? You were in for like parking tickets. And it was just. It was just, it's all, then there's a guy that's like, yeah, then there's a guy that's like the planned psycho, and he's like quiet, and he looks, he's like a little guy with a little thin mustache, and he's like, he's the one no one messes with, because he'll like literally just pop up in your cell at night, like, how did you even get in here? I didn't hear it open. He just appears in your cell, like, he just comes up over your bunk, so it's, I like watching, I kind of fell off of uh, 60 Days In. Or thirty doing that shit where they put the undercover actors or people in. You ever seen that? Sixty days in, they take like a one guy that's maybe an ex cop, or and and then they take like a lady who's just a regular person. They take regular people and somebody who's been to jail. You know, they walk them in and they come in like a regular per. Excuse me. They come in like a regular person and you know like. Do they regular and like, but they play it off and they spy. They're just, and then they do confessionals and they go and they talk to the cameras, but they tell the other inmates that they're just recording, uh, like for the jail something like a. Uh, but they, yeah, yeah, but and they don't know that this guy because he come you come in with the regular other people, so the whole time. But there's like you and there's like there might be three or four of you in this scenario, then you all know of each other. And then there's like, but some people take it a little too far. And one guy was like doing drugs, which he, I've seen one, they were trying to get the dude, like he was a white dude. And like the Nazis were trying to like get him to like shoot heroin with him. And they were like, they like, they like, hey, come upstairs with us. And like he like walked up. And it's usually like a super in shape, 
you know, dude they get, he's an ex-Marine or something. So he's, like, playing a role, but he's ready in case something goes down, he can kick everyone's ass. <laughs> you get, like, you, you can get, uh, what's his name, uh, Tim Kennedy or something to do that shit. He's just, like, literally just bodies the whole jail or some shit. But he, like, they go upstairs and the guy, they're like, yeah, look what we got. And, like, they, the camera, like, zooms in and they have, like, a little curtain. And he, they give him, like, a needle, and he's like, nah, I'm cool, bro. He has to, like, play it all, and they like, man, come on, is you the police? Because they, like, it is just, like, weird because it's, like, a room full of white dudes, but they, like, talking, like, super, <laughs> like, gang, gang shit. <laughs> and they like, come on, what is you? They, like, toothless white dudes at that. They're, like, straight-up meth heads, and they're like, oh, man, you the motherfucking police? And, like, with the list, because it, and I'm just, and you really into it, they had, like, and the guy has to play it off. No, I'm just saying, I ain't trying to catch shit. Like, he's had to play it off. They're like, yeah, I feel you. And, like, he just walks out like, nah, they try to get me to shoot up heroin. They show me the confessional. Yeah, it was crazy, man. They gave me a needle. So shows like that, it's, that's, that's what prison has become, a business, where you can make TV shows in there now, put celebrities in there that people don't even realize. It's just like a joke. Yeah. Did you see that they uh, they canceled live TV? Yeah, and cops. I didn't even know cops was fucking still on, bro. Oh, like, still doing it, man. That shit has been like, oh, and it just they just go to different parts of the country just to set the fuck up. Country. It's just like it is, but it's it, it always looks like they're in the same city every time. They look like they're somewhere in Miami, like they're somewhere. It looks like somewhere in like Florida, like but they're not. It'll be like this is we're in Kentucky, and they always like breathing heavy. They even though they're not running, they're just walking the beat. Uh, yeah, like, this is like who? Why did you put the cameraman with this guy? Like the other guys are on suspension, I guess. The guys that really. <laughs> that's good. That's super funny. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just like I look at it like, like I, I, I can remember the one episode because I, I I didn't I watched Cops when I was younger when it was still like, and I can remember when they put it on every day. That became a big deal, like Cops every night, and then then they then they start doing uh, every day live. They start you remember cops live when they start doing it where it was like but it was pre recorded from whatever state, but it was shot actually that night. So it was a like, cops really went like deep for a few years. They were on since like the early eighties, like and but I can remember one episode they they chased this kid, this black kid on a bike, and then he's like they like, Man, what you running for? And he like tackle him and he had like a little black like liquor store baggy and they open up and it's like boulders in it and then it turns out it's like fucking tied it looks like Ariel you know when you buy Ariel and it like clumps together and like Ariel's like the cheap for people that don't know the cheap like detergent and they, they sell it in little bodegas liquor store corner stores and, and, and he was selling it but it, it was I don't know if he was selling it but it really looked like like he was just trying to make it like he had dope and like boulders and it was just tied and uh, I was like this shit's corny and then I was a kid looking at that. And then I seen an episode that got me pissed where 
they literally went to a guy's weed spot. A guy that was selling, he was just selling weed. He wasn't selling guns or all the extra shit. And they arrest him. They catch him. They get him. They get him out. Okay, job done. They go in. They send somebody in to sit in his spot and literally arrest everybody that comes to this man's house to buy weed. Like pretty much anybody. That, so you see, like, and they got it. From what I remember, at the most, maybe a good four to five people. Like just young one dude. And uh, and they were and, yeah it was like like late nineties like mid to maybe ninety six up somewhere from ninety six up and it was like they were just sitting and they were just sitting in the parking lot recording and you see like some teenager it looked like a motherfucker that could have been me like some tall linky dude just walking up with his shorts on like he literally came out the house like I'm gonna walk down the street to to Rob's house let me walk down the street to Mario's house real quick. They're like, we got paraphernalia. Half a, half a gram of, of, paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. Like, what the fuck is paraphernalia? This is residue. I couldn't even get high off of this if I didn't have weed left. He said, this is El Paso. This is what we do. This is Nazi Germany. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? That shit, I, just, I knew people that did like six, seven months in Texas off of like a roach. Like, straight up. Yeah, a lot of places laxed. A lot of places pulled up. But it's they that honestly seeing that shit when I was younger and I was like, what the fuck? Like, like literally just jumping out, get out, and they would run up on the person, like guns drawn, <laughs> and like like this is the person there to buy a fucking nickel bag. They weren't like coming to buy pounds. Yeah, like no, no, nigga. Like, what do you go here? Like, I still don't know the words to that fucking song. It's been in movies, and no one still. I remember my mom's boyfriend watching that, like on a Saturday night, just like watching cops. And I was like, this. And then America's most that whole Saturday night, Saturday night fucking sucked. I can remember as a kid, I always thought Saturday mornings. Yeah. If you know anything, call one eight hundred tips. Like they, they, yeah, John Walsh. They actually they ran up on a house across the street from where one of my homies used to live, and we all used to kick it at his house off of like like somewhere off of Washington, and uh, we were like uh, chilling, like literally chilling in the in the house, kind of like in and out front yard smoking, and all of a sudden like helicopters like. Fed cars, like, all pulled up across the street. We're like, what the fuck? And it was John Walsh gets out. He literally came with the camera crew for this arrest. I don't know what dude did. We didn't even know the dude, the neighbor. And we don't know how long he lived there. But, like, we seen uh, pretty much America's Most Wanted capture in action. And I was like, it was a nice-ass house, too. That been, you know, I don't, like I said, I didn't know shit about the person that lived there. But just to see that, like, like when you're like high as fuck, sit standing in the grass. <laughs> it's like, what's going on across the street? Like, put the weed. Like, literally, we like put the blunt out real quick. This had to be like oh three, oh two. Like, what the fuck is that? Was, but John Walsh is a. He's a. I guess he got into it after his. I think his kid got killed. Like somebody kidnapped his son and they were sending him like body parts. Yeah, yeah. Like some crazy shit happened and. He it's pain, anguish, anger. He hates all perpetrators. If you have a roach 
anything, he hates you. Like, if you have a, a pocket knife, like, he was going to slit her throat. And like, what? Like, I was, this is what I use this to cut nuts at work. Like, Two oh nine, motherfucker. Every time we mention Stockton, we have to do that. Should be your drop, bro. Like for real. Two oh nine, motherfucker. That should be your drop. Yeah, like you got the shirt exactly. So every time it's like a like a Don DeMarco, like during the battles when done a Don DeMarco, and they always played. I don't know what the fuck Don DeMarco means, but they say that in the battles and shit. But my bad, always. Two oh nine, motherfucker. That should, that should be the name of this podcast, 209, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Tell me. I hope we see Nate fight somebody. Man, they, they, hey, those dudes. And honestly, as a real, like, fight fan and just a real person, I can say, like, when I first so I didn't when I first seen Nate and, like, I didn't like him. Back in the day, I didn't like Nate. I was like, man, fuck this. It was, it was I don't know what it was that kind of, because I, I, it wasn't a press conference. I don't know what it was or who he fought. But I was like, man, fuck this dude. I was like, what are those fights? Yeah, it wasn't even that, because I'm a ghetto-ass motherfucker. So, but it was, I think I didn't know how hood he was, so I probably just didn't respect it, and I would have probably respected him instantly more off of that. I, it, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't like that. It was just something that kind of like, I was like, eh, this guy is like whatever. And then uh, I remember he fought Paul Daly, and Daly was like, that was he was on like a, a fucking streak. He was just like, uh, you ever uh, was was it what did they call him? That was his nickname or something. He went to Bellator for a while. Paul Daly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was in Strike Force for a minute, and he was kicking ass though until he fought fucking Nate, <laughs> and. Uh, I mean, Nick, and then, uh, so he, I remember just watching that shit, and I was like, yeah, fucking Daly's gonna watch this motherfucker, like, and then I can remember just the fight happens, and he just, like, slaps him the fuck around, like, I'm talking about, the the punches, that's what I, I think that's what I didn't like at first, because I was like, it doesn't even look like he's fucking punching him. He's just like slapping them, and they're just like wobble all the, like he lands two slaps, and they're like Bambi legs. And I used to, have, I mean, like what this? So I remember he did that to Daly instantly, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And it was just like at all. And then I then I realized they call it the Stockton slap and all that shit. And I was like, "Man, fuck this dude even more." It was just like it was just so strange. I was like, it was, it, it was like he was. It looks like he's pity patting these dudes, and they're just like looking like they're taking. That's the Virgil Hunter hands, though. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked, it looked like they weren't even throwing half. Honestly, it look, it looks like they're throwing like 35 percent, maybe. And it's just pop, 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 and it was like, oh, but I just remember him landing a, a good two piece. On daily and his leg, he did like this wobble chat, like cha cha, and, and I was like at home like, like no, <laughs> like <laughs> this not daily, like and he just just boop boop, boop couple elbows and it was over and I was just like, just like fuck, like it was and then I remember after that he fought somebody else I don't know if it was Cyborg or 
I think it was Cyborg. It was, uh, 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 and then Cyborg's husband, you know, uh, he like, uh, I guess it's, uh, cause his last name is Cyborg too, isn't it? Yeah, it was that dude Cyborg, uh, but she, he, well, her ex-husband, uh, I think she's like, I don't think they're together, but that dude, he fucked him up, and then I was like, it was so, it got, then it got to a point where it's, that, that's what makes you a hater when you see the truth, and the Diaz brothers are clearly the fucking truth, and, but when you see the truth and you like, nah, fuck them, when you still, so after like Daily and like maybe a couple, I can't remember who else they washed, or Nick washed. And I was just like, man, this dude be fucking everybody up, bro. Like, he go, oh, yeah. So when he finally went to UFC, I was like, cool, he can. But it's like they they kept him away from everybody or certain people, kept him out of title shots when he should have had him or, like, gave him bad decisions. Because I still think he kind of beat, he beat Condit. Like, I think he I think he beat Condit, like, for real. But they did, that was some, I don't know. I think he, uh, I low-key think Condit low-key beat uh, GSP. I don't know, that's just my... That's why uh, I think Hendrix yeah. beat GSP. Yeah, Hen- Hendrix clearly beat GSP to me. Like they were just like, "What the fuck?" Like, but I mean, when you the when you the what you call it the. Wearing my gi. I am. In French, it's Canadian. In uh, French, Canadian. <laughs> he's like, uh, that dude's funny. You know Joe? You know Joe? He's like talking like the old American cabin guy. Like he's in a fishing hole. He has a fishing hole. And a, yeah, like he listens to, he drinks cocoa and wears galoshes. Like all the time, no matter what the weather is, he just has galoshes on. Ooh. I wasn't remembering things, Joe. I couldn't. Re- I had blackout spots and spots where I couldn't remember certain things. <laughs> he was telling. He was. That's where he said he stopped fighting for a while because he was. That's. I mean, that's a damn good reason to stop fighting. Like, yeah. like I, I don't remember going to the grocery store or I was. At, I, I got up, went to the grocery store. He said he, and then he doesn't remember how he got home. He said with the groceries and everything, like he got. So that means he got in a car, drove. That's some scary shit. Like, and you like, you're like, what the fuck? I don't really don't remember how I got here. That's. Yeah, all to, like that's his job. So he just most. I think most fighters. There's a, not want to say most. I think there's a lot of fighters that just train for fights, and like fight nights or fight days and paydays, and then they just go back to especially in boxing. You look at Broner and Tank and. Them fucking pot, them niggas is like pot belly motherfuckers. Just. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. Some of them, it ain't even easy. They just, they just, I just eat and then, oh, what, I got to fight at 140? Oh, okay, I'm 198 right now. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, you look at Broner, I seen him, do you see, it's like all these pictures of Broner. And he looks like he's at least like 170 something. And then he he got back in shape recently. I seen it. He got he got it was that was the Mayweather sweepstakes. That's what the Mayweather sweepstakes do. They either you cash out and you you retire, you you live good, you hunt rabbits in El Salvador, not in uh, Argentina, and uh and you pop shit and you do you get tatted up 
like get more tats and live fucking nigga the fucking American dream in Argentina. Shit. Tim Bradley, Tim Bradley on the screen. That dude, he really doesn't get enough credit though, honestly. Bradley, and he's from up north too, ain't he? Ain't he from Stockton? No, he's from Stockton. He's uh San Jose. I think he's from San Jose. That's why I call him Desert Storm. Like uh I think it's San Jose, if I'm not sure. I get a cookie if I if I'm right. <laughs> Palm Springs. Palm Yeah, yeah, okay. I knew it was something like desert. I don't know why I thought San Jose was a desert. <laughs> that just sounds so high. <laughs> they were like, fuck you, we're talking about it's the desert. Oh, oh, I don't even know where that is. Where's Cathedral? I have no idea. That sounds like a fucking vampire TV show. I was in Cathedral. That's in Riverside? Oh, also, he's like an IE dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from the end. They'd be like, Rialto. Like Rialto, I knew some people that are from Rialto. From IE or from the Valley, like from right here, like if you talk to anybody who's not from LA, yeah, they say they're from LA. Yeah. So you ask them, like, oh, what part of LA? Oh, I mean, I'm from Reno Valley. Yeah, exactly. like, oh, that's not LA, bro. That's like, well, you could take one freeway. I stay in the same lane from LA, so it's kind of like, <laughs> it's one lane. I don't even have to change lanes, and I can get from Reno Valley to your street. So, yeah. Oh, fucking diamond exchange ass nigga. This old diamond exchange ass nigga. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that shit is comedy. Tusted ass. Oh, fucking, old, that is comedy. Yeah, that's just like. Uh, I noticed that though. I've asked people. It's like, oh shit, oh, what part of LA? Like, uh, yeah. They start pivoting. They start hesitating. I know some people that lived in Rialto and then they'd come out like here. And they'd be like, yeah, so we about to head back out to the toe. And I'd be like, what the fuck is the toe? The toe, the oh, Rialto. Like, the toe? Like, please, don't. Don't ever. It's because it's not like, it's just like River, like we going back to the R, to the R. To the to the RS, Riverside. We're going out to Mariloma. It's to the desert, we own this. Desert boys. I just like that always like threw me off like gangs and those areas. Like you just like see these dudes, they're like walking through the desert aggressive. <laughs> like you like gang banging on tumbleweeds and cactuses and shit. Like where you from, fool? Like just talking to a cactus. Like this is just awkward. Like for real, I used to see shit like that in Lancaster. Like I'm sure and at that point Lancaster was getting bad. This was like late nineties, like ninety eight, like ninety seven, ninety eight, and I'd see dudes in like khaki suits, straight up dicky suits, in Chucks and Cortezes in the middle of summer, fucking a hundred and four degrees, burning, freezing at night, but burning in the daytime. And like my uncle lived up there and I'd go up there and chill and I and for like weeks at a time, and I'd be like chilling with my cousin smoking, and I'd look at any of these dudes walking. Literally, we'd be like driving down the highway, and you just see a random person walking through the desert, like where he was just walking to a gas station to get blunts, maybe, or but he just be and he his dicky shirt would just be blowing in the wind, and it'd be like tumbleweed, just like a video game ending, like like this is a Capcom ending. I've seen this before. Okay, this is this happened at the end of a Capcom game. I'm pretty sure. 
He's gonna, he, yeah, he's gonna hit him with a hurricane kick, like just him and Akuma are gonna merge, and it's just gonna be dope. We just, we're, we're just chilling, watching these every man like a uh, Lawndale city's like it's city oh, because. Oh yeah, yeah, just being from Palm Springs. We I was just saying a lot of he that dude doesn't get his Yeah, he get his man. He a lot of those dudes don't get their props and it's like Yeah, same. He was going hard doing the shit. And he Thing. Yeah. Uh, he did like uh, uh, there was like a local Bay Area like the sports uh, channel like program that he, they used to do mm-hmm. and I remember he was on there with like uh, Nate Diaz and they were breaking down like fighting because Virgil trains uh, World War 2 yeah yeah um, I already switched over to Khan too or Khan switched over to Virgil yeah, a lot of people feel like Virgil's pretty dope Need to throw it in. I think a lot of these, uh, I don't know. A lot of the, it seems like a lot of fighters like they've that's ever it's evolved to where they use everything. They don't. I mean, you look at a person like Askren. That's what happens to people that don't evolve. You know what I mean? Like to where you don't even. Wow, definitely. Uh, look like uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the little homies. Do you remember those dolls? Yeah. Little, the homies, homie dolls. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like tiny dolls. They were even like little babies. <laughs> oh, man. Those are legendary. Look at that dude. He's got like two boxes. He looks like uh, Ortiz. He looks just like Ortiz, Loki. Yeah, yeah. Don't, they, don't they look like Ortiz? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> he had the same old mohawk. <laughs> Fool pulled him in like a 57. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, like, like, he had the lugs on. Like, what's up, homie? Some Brenton Woods. 
Hey. What's up, homie? Hey. That's all I hear him like. Nah, he got out with the elbows and shit. Some Reeboks with the, some, with the high socks and shit. Some, with some shorts, some dicky shorts. Ben Davis shorts. No, the Stacys. Man. <laughs> oh, the rivalry continues. Pretty much. That's like they even Asians say that like that they're like the like Mexicans of of Asia. Of, of, of Asia. <laughs> they they had colonized and yeah. they said they had it for like two hundred years or some shit like for a minute. Yeah. Say nothing like a good mango. <laughs> I fuck with a good mango. Oh, man. I used to, my mom used to get these dried mangoes from like Costco. Like Ooh. Shit, yo, please. Yeah. Shit, I had a, I, I haven't had a mango for years until about maybe like right when the quarantine started, yeah. and like I just, I, I went to like this place that was this uh. They were handing not not like the food drives, but they were just had like these prepared. I guess it was saying shit like a food drive, yeah. but like. Yeah, but like they just had like boxes with like veg- vegetables and fruits, like shit that would kind of last and you can use for like at least. Cause this is right maybe the after like first week into the lockdown, and it was about like five or six mangoes in there. And I remember like they like no, they not ready, and I like I forgot about them for like uh, like a week or so or a couple weeks, and like they were still when I went in, they were just they were so fucking good. Dude. Yeah, I'll see. He's taking a mango break. They'd be like, it's called his flavor. You should tell his flavor. He'd be like, you already know. Like, exactly. So the flavor runs in the veins. Welcome to Flavor Town. Anyway, dude, like I don't know whose ad that is, like KFC or some horrible, some horrible uh, chicken spot. Oh shit, mangoes! It said mangoes. He bought the mangoes out, people. Shit, yeah, I'm bust one of them. Mangoes popping, big things popping, yeah. Dried fruit is all apricots. Apricots are like to me. That's the best. Those are the best uh, dried fruits. Apricots are just great. Even prunes are good. Dried prunes, regular. I mean, I know that's like some old people shit, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like you can like, eat a couple of prunes every right now and then. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, good job. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a bomb. Sounds good. Dude, these are really good. All right, so the main reason I want to watch these fights, main event, Gabe Flores, hometown, Stockton, California, repping. Come on, motherfucker. He got moved up. Oh, for real? Main event, remember? He was saying the main event. Canceled. It got postponed because one of the fighters' trainers got COVID or tested positive for it. So it was just crazy because he took multiple tests and he first got that he didn't he passed negative and then they tested him like yesterday. And he was just positive. Yeah. Last they said no, nah, it's not yet. Yeah. 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 Mysteries, all mysteries. Yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of cases like that have been popping up recently. Got it bad, or he just got it. I think he just got it. I don't know if he t- tested it, but because all like the superhuman people get it, and they just they're fine. Yeah, they get it and just do videos. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I got it, y'all. Right. Everybody else gets it and have like tubes coming out of their body, like Weapon X and shit. And <laughs> yeah, they're just like, then <sighs> they die. Well, I don't. So you never know. <laughs> Anything is possible. Yeah. He got it. Yeah, I remember saying that. Damn, Damn he got it real bad. I, I saw him talking to Rogan about it. Yeah. Yeah, he said he was like the first uh, person in one hospital, whatever. I forgot what hospital he was in. He was the first person with it there, or he said. Or treated with it. So I think it was some weird, yeah. some weird statistic. Wow. That's so wild. It just seems like, oh, it's just a lot of shit going on. And it's like one thing after another. Like, and it's like, it seems like it's all just going to lead up to November and shit's just going to. What's weird is what they, what they, the doctors have been saying, like, uh, coronavirus is still out there. It's a, it's a detriment to your health. You should stay at home unless you're going to fuck up. <laughs> like, that's, that, like, that's like complete mixed message. Which, yeah. like, I think the sentiment I understand, but it's just like, Logically, it doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense. sense. No sense. Like, you know what I mean? No. And this is somebody who, like, I, got work, I took me a minute to actually go to one because of, like, my kind of concerns about that. Mm-hmm. Being but, nervous. Yeah. And for me, having asthma, I know if I get the disease, it could be worse or worse than something else. You know? Shit, I got asthma, too. Shit, I like, So that's why I was, like, hesitant for a second. But I went. I was within, like, 50 to 100,000 people in a group of them, and I, I tested the next day, and it was negative. So, <laughs> like, well, look at that. I mean, yeah, so now I'm, like, going to open mics. I'm touching microphones. I'm fucking I'm like, no. 
he walks in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't give a fuck where I'm about. Low-key, I kind of feel that way, but I got to keep telling myself, like, bro, you can't be stupid still. You can still, this shit is, it is different. If it's around, it could still be bad, so. Yeah. the best I got a show uh Monday oh yeah in Long Beach first show back it's at a Boomer's Cafe okay off of Ocean I forgot that I'll get the I forgot the address nice but it's cool it's like like I'm just gonna probably hit hit open mic tomorrow or Saturday just to kind of warm up what are you doing tomorrow nothing Shit. Shit, I'm down. Something like that. Always down. I'm gonna go to that one. Um, comic uh, Mario uh, Romeo going there. She does the uh, main open mics, the 420 mics that uh, they do in the, the green room in the back. I heard about it, but I've never been. I want to yeah. go. That one's pretty cool. So, like, during this whole lockdown, they've been doing it virtually, though. Mm. So, they'll do, like, they have, like, a different format, but they've been doing it that way. So, now they finally... Now coming she's, out she's doing yeah she's doing like the beach version so like yeah. they call that one ocean mic uh the branding for beach mic i guess has been taken <laughs> by uh the makers who brought you garage mic yeah. <laughs> victor Boy, victor that's right yeah. i wanted to hit his shit because uh i had some somebody else from out of town and they were like asking me like any mics yeah. oh, and i was like okay. I was like, yeah, I think the only one I can think of that's, like, going now is, like, it's his shit, so. Yeah, so he's opened the garage mic up, which is cool. I talked to a few other people. Like, they're like, oh, Monday, maybe when they say enough people show up. Yeah, there was another mic that opened uh, yesterday that I was thinking of going to. I would have gone if I hadn't been scheduled to do another Zoom with Jewelry. Oh, okay. It's in Gardena. It's the Brothers Open Mic. And it's uh, run by this guy, Eric Escobar. I've seen him a lot, but I'm sure he's like just an unfortunate soul. I don't know him well. I've been to his mic before, before the lockdown, but multiple times. It's been a few times. Um, but yeah, he's got some good shows. Um, funny dude. Uh, not the most funny person. Well, he's the best funny dude. Uh, I won't burn any of my fingers on here. <laughs> Or some shit like that. It's like a restaurant like slash like quick like menu. And I think Tuesday through Thursday they're doing open mics. I can't remember. I follow the guy who runs it. Maybe it's one of my guys. I don't know. But yeah, so that one that one's going on. There's the drive the drive in mic or whatever. I heard of that, yeah. I think, I thought, I think you were telling me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's that shit. That's that shit. American Comedy Club is going to be a, a sponsor. So the reason that they're open is because they're classified as a restaurant mm-hmm. or whatever. It's a performing venue, performance mm-hmm. art venue. Entertainment. Entertainment mm-hmm. venue, yeah. So that's, like, legally why, like, maybe the comedy store is not open yet. Yeah. Or, like, 
I have, I've only been a, I've been there for like some shows, but I've never even gone for like open mics or anything. I went once and I didn't get picked because it was like deep ass lift. Oh. There's a couple. Oh, well, actually, that's not true. There's a couple different mics that get that. Mm. There's one they do on the bar, and it's like most of them are gonna get picked there. So I wasn't. The one in the bay, yeah, the, the Yoo-Hoo back, room, the Yoo-Hoo room. room. Yeah, that one is fucking that's, packed, and it's like a short set. Yeah, I just went and watched. It was like they had a show in there, and uh, I went there and watched it a couple times. You know, they pressing a little two, you know, two drink minimum. It's just like I don't know. A lot of I can understand that's just club shit, but a lot of times it's just like I don't know. It's just weird to explain. Like it's just people here. Like I don't want to eat chicken and fries here. Like I don't. I don't want to eat anything. I really don't even drink like that. Like, I don't want water or soda. I don't want anything. I might want something, but now it's like now I don't want something because you're, like, pressuring me. That's just, like, the way the club, like, set up is doing. Yeah. Since, like, Misty Shore, I heard. I heard she was the one that put that that Mm -hmm. up on the first day at the comedy show back in Like a minimum. Like, if you can't pay two, buy two drinks, you don't need to be in here. Like, what if I just don't drink? Like, is that that I'm broke? Well, I just don't drink. And I'm broke. Like, (laughs) it's like, ooh, you caught on a nice one. Oh, wow. Is this top rank? Yeah, man. Like I said, a lot of these be like showcase. It's a difference with like real exhibitions and yeah, like they do a lot of fights like that. Well, like real shit. This is like just some guys that signed their contract. You know, I bought them up for the amateurs and they signed with Bob, and they felt like I mean they are on TV fighting, so they doing their shit. But it's right. like. I'm sure it'll get old as they get older or, or bigger. They'll fight more rounds. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably true because, like, uh, the dad just has like one, so it should probably have a bunch of them. I don't know. He just got like an old guy face. <laughs> the yeah, no, 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 the uh, Martinez. Uh, Martinez guy. He he looks old. Like I think it's like the beard, like the little little cholo, like vato beard. Like, it's like it just looks like, like it looks like he's in his early forties. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, you got rocked. Martinez got rocked. Mm, that's so. What are some of the hot topics? <laughs> Everyone has to do hot topics. Every like podcast, it's like no one. Wendy Williams does her. It's like literally hot topics. Right. Like the View does hot topics. Everybody is just called hot. So it's like why try to change it? <laughs> like let's talk shit. Like that's what it changes to. Let's talk shit. It's just always like. We're not sure if it's true, but it doesn't mean it's a lie. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm not saying it's true, but I'm not saying it's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it like totally <laughs> yeah, like. Exactly. like what? Like, you just validated it then. <laughs> I think this is, it might be true, but it might not be. So let's not give it too much heat. Uh, You're the one talking about it, talking about let's not. <laughs> I guess one of the things we talked about, we were kind of bringing up before, I guess was the topic of the day, the topic of the last few days is the comedy world, is the allegations that happened with Chris D'Elia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar, basically a lot of uh, people claim that he was grooming people, uh, chicks that were underage or was like, you know, seeking them out. He, as recently as like what, even two years ago, last year, I think, Multiple cities, it was like, at least what I read, or you know, saw, I saw a couple threads, like, people who, like, embedded some Twitter shit, so I don't know, the allegations, that's one part of it, too, um, but it was kind of weird seeing that, like, there was, you know, you know what it is, it's, it's, it got a, there was actually, like, actual text threads that kind of looked kind of sketchy, and there was some, like, DM messages that kind of looked weird that were, like, screenshotted, mm. Some people kind of vouch for their friends that they're like, yeah, I was a friend at the time, and he was giving me messages, I remember, we didn't think nothing of it, we're like, oh, that's cool, a 30-year-old dude. Because he, he was like a nobody, probably, at the time. At the, yeah, when he was younger, but apparently he was doing it as recently as like, oh, wow, yeah. Like years ago, last year, I think, was like, the most yeah. recent one I saw. That's strange. So. That's strange. That's, that's probably not. I mean, I don't want to... But that is like why, like when you're at this level, would you still be in text? That maybe it's a setup. Maybe just I mean I don't even I'm not even trying to super vouch for him, but it's just that's that just seems strange. It just kind of rings fishy too because it's like multiple characters who have like done similar stuff like that and been sketchy like that and weirdos. One was the first. Well, as I saw him, man, it was what when Workaholics, what he was like the. I don't know if you saw it, saw that show back in the day. I remember, yeah. Penthouse, Penthouse, that episode. <laughs> I, 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 ridiculous episode. Yeah, like. <laughs> he was a sketchball in that whole thing, and and then he was in this Netflix show called You, where he was like the added character where he was a playing like a fifteen year old or some shit like that. Yeah, eventually he ended up being killed or something. He just like got killed off or something like that, but. He's just popped off. <laughs> just bah. Oh my damn, bro. Like, it's just, uh, it's, oh, it's a lot of people on his. It's just, I don't know. Like, they're regular people. Like, these celebrities be like regular ass people that, you know, that they're nothing's different. They do the same shit or done the same shit. And, and they just. Shit hits the fan like everybody else. And. I don't know. It just seems, but then uh, I think people expect shit from the people around them in their circles. You know, like they'll expect to hear them say something, and they're not. I'm sure, but I don't even know if that was like a hot topic on any of the other podcasts. <laughs> like you know, like with his friends and shit. Uh, like, the only thing I saw the police clip, Brennan and uh, Brian. Brian. And the way they approached it was just like, it was like, even they were kind of like, it seemed like devastated. Like, like Brian was wearing glasses. I seen it. Like, I didn't even, I seen the thumbnail. And like, Shab was literally almost.
Yeah, man, I gotta watch it. Like, he had to, had to like hold himself from crying. Like, and he's like, I can't even. I don't even know what to say. Like, and you're like, you're not doing it alone. I was like, dang, seriously? I was like, what? Maybe they know. Maybe it's true. Maybe. Then. This yeah. is, and this is somebody you with, so like, backstage. Like, he's basically saying what you say. He's like, hey, like, this, you know, this, we understand these allegations, but, like, man, this is so unfortunate. I can only talk about, like, what I know from him and, like, his defendant. Like, he was just, he wasn't saying, like, anything. He didn't do it. He wasn't saying anything definitive, but, like, it's, like, it's to the point. You know how Brian has his way with words. Yeah. He's, like, kind of. Now, listen. He'd be, like. Giving you his, like. Shit and he's like, sitting there like Indian style and shit. Like. Yeah, so he was being asked for it, but he had glasses on too. Yeah, so I seen the thumbnail. Hair. Did yeah. they start the episode with that? I, I think they did. I might have to click on it. They had something else earlier. Yeah. Like that. That's why I didn't. I didn't watch the episode. That's crazy. It's just they all little circles like from. I don't, I, and like honestly, I've always felt like I don't. I don't want to make it like oh, I hate these dudes or like you know people just turn on motherfuckers. And I like, oh, especially Fighter and the Kid. I like Rogan. Uh, really, those are only ones. Joey Diaz, I like watching. And I, I watch other podcasts here and there. I might catch Theo Vaughn here and there, but I kind of even stopped watching him because some of the people he was interviewing, I was just like, I don't want to fuck with them. They're, like, completely fucking racist. Like, it just seems like, why would you even let them? I don't know. Oh, but then, what it was. That's what they had Clay Travis on. Too fat Kid had Clay Travis on. Who is that? He's a sports, like, talking head, but he's, like, kind of, like, a conservative dick. Mm. Like, like, like he's, like, a Hannity or some shit. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Sports, like, oriented. Yeah. But he's been in, on conservative media, and shit recently. But, um, I kind of, like, he's, he said some horse shit back when he used to work for Fox back in the day, but I kind of just went moved on. But yeah. I, him, I was like, really? Man? Yeah, I'm like, not watching this shit. Like, yeah, like I'll watch the I'll watch it up to the what whatever, but I just don't I don't know I just kind of their whole little circles it's always in in everything but I can see certain shit that I don't and just kind of dismissive shit that they that they're dismissive of or they're always like yeah like that shit and he's just like like fuck that dude like I don't it's not like oh somebody should whoop his ass but if he gets his ass whooped he deserves it. Like one hundred percent. So it's not like oh I'm a puncher. It's but he's just like a shithead. Like and he's not. And it's like no one even knows. No, no one even knows your joke. Your your best joke. What's your best joke? Like like that the world would know. Like like who the but you can talk shit and you're like hey KB Bryant. Yeah, fuck the AK. I did. I did. Yeah, like, like yeah, like. I was upset as a joke writer. I was offended. It was just as a comic. It was just trash. He's just, he's just a, he's a, he's a, he's the definition of a dweeb. Like, no people. I don't think people get called dweebs anymore because there's not a lot of them. But he's like a real dweeb. Like, yeah, he's from the dweeb era. Like, he's like. He's like he's um, like like snot coming out his nose, <laughs> like laughing. Like that's just like it's, you can look at him. And he'd be sitting there with his arms crossed, like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? Oh, 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 why do I got to go to principal? And like security has school security has to drag him out. He causes a scene in the hallway, breaks free, runs out, never comes back to the school. 
Yeah. He is a good comic, like, I ain't gonna lie, that, like, but, like, the shit that he does, like, outside the show. It's just, it's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, like. He's got, like, fucking, like, problems with his fucking asshole brain or something. Ah, <laughs> 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 he just stopped putting shit in it. He fucking ate it. Like, 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 oh, yeah, you didn't see it when he first was standing there? Yeah, 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 I'm just commentating on it now. He, like, <laughs> he got a wild tattoo on his back, like, he let his kid do it. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a design hey, that I just couldn't catch. Watch, you have to watch the Peter Statman one though. Yeah. Like that, that's a big segment of the thing that he gave him. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch that shit. So it's like you have to order it. It's like the theater shit now, right? Yeah, it's just. I'm gonna just wait for it to come on uh, HBO or Max. I got all that free shit. Well, not free, but I got all the apps and I got a streaming box, so I can probably watch that shit. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, <laughs> he like Triple G's little brother. Kinda. Uh, like the good boy. <laughs> hey, good boy. That's what they was trying to sell him. Like on some like they were trying to sell him to the Mexican fans. Like it was like so. It was so, it made me not like him and his promotion because they were like literally like pandering just to like just the Latino fans, just like just specifically Mexican fans. Like, well, look, he comes out in a sombrero and like, come on, dude, he's like from Kazakhstan. And like, he's like, hey, good boy, Mexican style. And that's how he would say it. Like, I'd be like, And he and he would they, they and he that's when he were like because honestly he helped uh, get the well what is it StubHub now what it is because it was already you know they had their soccer games and concerts but Triple G fighting there really did kind of put like the stamp on like that arena. Yeah, yeah, but it was really. I think so. Yeah, either him or Ariola didn't. I know Ariola. I think Ariola fought there too. Like a lot of fucking Birdo fought um. Uh, Ortiz. I think Brodo fought Ortiz there. Yeah, yeah like this. Yeah, I mean, it just it was like that was like what they. It just seems like they built it though on Triple G after that. Like, like he's it's him. He's the hype job right now. Let's push him. He's do. He's knocking the fuckers the fuck out every fight. Bulldozing everybody, and he's doing it in Carson, California, and you could. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was around for a minute, yeah. but it's like the, once they seen they had they did it because like okay, it's in Carson. Everybody that the fight is mostly Samoan, uh, you know, Mexican, uh, black people, and it'd be a lot of famous people at those fights. But you see the like they started going okay, like let's just we're gonna try to sell the Mexican style shit, and that's when Lampley sucked. I I can't stand Jim Jim Lampley. But that's when his ass was in Mexican style, and he just would scream it out like randomly, and he just always said, "Yeah, after after thirty three knockouts and with that Arturo Gotti style, everything is compared." He he just compares everything to Arturo Gotti, like dude, like just stop, okay? Just, he's a character, and he's like he's kind of like. They were like they were all like undertone races like, and once like Emmanuel Stewart died, uh, he was like the only like once he died it really it went to shit. 
And like George Foreman wasn't there. They Roy Roy was good. And Max is good. Yeah, so he the way he talks. On top of he like kind of from the south, and and he'd be like the puncher to the body. But see the hands when they hit the feet. The hands when they hit the feet. What? But he can't stop it. He can't stop it, Jim. And that's what he's got to do. It's his his brain is like it's like trying to start up like a it's like he's trying to start up an '88 Hyundai. Uh, it is just, so after so many rattles and shit, it just gives out. Yeah, I feel bad like, listening to some guys like when they get like that. Yeah. Emmett Smith, oh my god, he's like that too. Oh, he's really? Like, when he was on the NFL broadcast too, like I like that. Uh, he was like the leading run, rushing yards. Like, yeah, ever. so he told, he was just. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. And he was a smart He guy. got to go to the body. This <laughs> 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 is random. They gots to go to the body. Like, back to you. Thank you, Roy. They be like, thank you, Roy. Thanks, Mark. No problem, guys. And they, like, but it's just that whole that whole panel of, with, like, of non-boxing experts where, like, it just was, like, a lot of racist undertones with them a lot. Because I can, I can remember one fight. Super. Him and Larry. Larry was, like, he was – it seemed like he was just older, so he didn't give a fuck at that point. But Jim was just like fueled, like with that. And one time, I, was, I can't remember what fight I was watching. That was uh, when they started arguing. Yeah. That was Merchant, yeah. Very Merchant. Yeah, and then like Ernie, uh, this is boy, uh, Leonard, uh, Leonard Ellerby. He's like, you wouldn't do shit. Like, that's the funny part. He was like, you wouldn't do shit. Like, he just like, Floyd was like, but what everything Floyd said, though, was, was true, though. They never gave, they always would talk shit to those fighters. Like, <laughs> they just start swinging. He just starts swimming on Floyd. Imagine if he just starts swinging on Floyd, just takes off. That is hilarious. I kick your ass. You wouldn't do shit. But uh, I just looked at it. A lot of I was watching one fight. I can't remember the fighter, and it was a Mexican fighter, and uh, I forgot who he was fighting. And I swear, through like the middle of the fight, from really from the beginning, Jim Lampley keeps. I can't remember this fighter's name. But he literally keeps calling this guy the Mexican. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, and I I'm sure if I Google this shit, and like and the, so and I, me and my homies are watching this shit. I'm like, you hear this nigga? Like, and he's like the man the, and the Mexican fighting out of, and he kept saying, and his name wasn't the Mexican. It wasn't like Roberto the Mexican Rodriguez. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> He was just like, but he dude was, dude was like on that, he was on that, the, the Mexican, but he was on that, I'm a Mexican warrior type, the way he presented his, like, the John Wayne, that's some John Wayne shit, like, and he just kept saying it, and so, he said, he, he said, and uh, the Mexican fighting out of Riverside, like whatever city he would be from, the Mexican, and he would not refer to this dude as his fucking name. 
and he kept calling him the Mexican. And it was like I said, I've I've noticed it now. All my we like, damn, like it's round four, and the dudes like rallying back. Oh, whoever was fighting the Mexican dude was fighting. He was kind of getting not beat on, but he was losing, and uh, he started rallying back and start like kind of kicking dudes' ass and was landing some good like punches. And I swear, I swear, <laughs> I swear, Jim Lantley, he goes, the Mexican, <laughs> he screams it. The Mexican rallies back. He just kept saying it. And so George Foreman is like, co, uh, co, he, he, he literally, he tell, he literally says it like, and it, it was like, yeah, the Mexican with the, he goes, and a George, uh, George Foreman just, hey man, stop calling him that. He, I, I specifically remember that, like, George telling him, Jim that. And he goes, hey, man, stop calling him that, bro. Like, well, that's what he kind of, he refers to himself. He, he said, yeah, he can say that. He can call himself that. You get, don't sound right. And he, they literally had this little mini debate real quick in, like, 40 seconds. And I just was like, this dude's, he, he just kept screaming the Mexican. Like, that's nowhere. It's not on his shorts or anything. Like. <laughs> It's like stitched on his waistline or anything. Like it was just kind of like that. But they've always had that fight, that undertone of you watch fighters and you know the the Mexican. Jim Lampley keeps calling fighter the Mexican. I wish I could because I know who whoever he was fighting. It was a kind of a fourteen minute video. HBO Jim Lampley racist slash bias. Racist slash. It's probably a compilation. He's a he's a and he he got in trouble for like saying some shit some racist shit early in his career, and he's a, you can hear when you know when you've heard that shit from people in your life, you know what I mean as racist shit even if they're not talking to you they're talking about somebody, you hear it on his you that dude is like you hear the undertones in his voice, and how he like it was just a lot of them it was just like they it was so much it's like fighters that prove a lot and they're just so quick to dismiss them as like they're nothing. Just like even when Marquez like did his thing, and then he was like super hating on Marquez. Just like, like, why are you? He fights. He fights for HBO, motherfucker. Like, like it wasn't just the black fighters. It was like a lot of the like Mexican fighters, and it was as long as you, if you weren't Manny or Arturo fucking Gotti, like that's like he's this dude started crying. This dude, and he goes, yes, uh, you know, this night just didn't go. Uh, it was like one of those, he's like, he's watching a building burn. Mm-hmm. He, I remember watching him cry. When, what was that show, The Fight the fight Job or The Fight the fight Game that they gave him, like, right before the, I can remember they, <laughs> he starts talking about, like, and I always had a joke before I even did comedy. Me and my homies used to sports shit. I would be like, we would just randomly just say, oh, yeah, like Arturo Gotti. Because, like, it would be like anything you do. Like, like damn, that nigga can shoot. That nigga got a good, like, three-point shot. Yeah, like Arturo Gotti. And it was just like that. We took that from Jim Lampley. Everything, any two fighters that remind you nothing of, Artu- of Arturo Gotti could be in there giving their all. And Jim Lampley would go, oh, those Gotti-like hooks. That it's just like it, he would either it would go Gotti Ward or those Gotti like punches. Oh, he's he's throwing too hard like that Gotti style of fighting. Like he was trying to coin the phrase Gotti style. Like, but I just I just never liked that. That was another thing that kind of was like okay, dude, Gotti was a good fighter, but you know he wasn't the best, but he was a great warrior. 
So, but don't like try to put him above like guys that have the medals and the steel to prove like who they are. Exactly. Like, Oscar, what you gonna be like? Oscar De La Hoya like surpasses Arturo Gotti. Fucking uh, Marquez surpasses Arturo Gotti. Canelo, uh, Chavez, Chavez Junior. Loki to me surpasses like as far as uh, you don't think not surpasses, but is you think yeah that's oh yeah that's okay yeah fuck me fuck me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's what. That's what. That's what I'm thinking. But uh, it's a, but it's a lot of like Mexican fighters. That, well, no, Valero was Venez. Was he Venezuelan? Yeah, he flipped the fuck out. Like, he that dude was a beast. Uh, Mar, no, Margarito. Yeah, Camacho or Margarito? No, not Margarito. Uh, uh, he's the one that got killed. No, Camacho got killed. You talking about Mayorga, Ricardo Mayorga? I had to go through the data bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause uh, Camacho got killed. He, if you didn't be blowing a cigarette in your face, you motherfucker! See, he he was almost like he sounded like a a, more, a ghetto version of that didn't have Jesus, like your Romero. Like if Yoel Romero did, if Yoel didn't have Jesus, that's who he would be. You motherfucker, huh? You ain't shit. You motherfucker, hey? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I fucking cut your head off, motherfucker. You know, you ain't even a real Mexican. He was telling Oscar, you ain't shit, punk bitch. <laughs> that you ever see that shit where they're like arguing backstage at the photo shoot and like they're in their robes and like Oscar's just standing there like he's like I'm gonna fuck you up and he's like yeah you fucking fuck bitch you uh, fucking he's just like yeah like this one where he didn't one where he blows a smoke or like flicks a cigarette at like Shane yeah. or like suddenly Shane like pushes his ass like through the table or some shit like it's just like get the fuck out of here but that dude he had hands I remember when he fought uh, yeah no, I've never been in losing a white boy. <laughs> Puerto Rico took the flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you niggas will be waiting for you with, like, Tommy guns at the terminal. Like, he got the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. DJ Cannon. <laughs> Cannon. So it's a, yeah, a lot of uh, fighters, though, but, yeah, I just remember watching a fight game one night, and this fool, Jim Lampley's like, he's about to start. He literally, he started just how you were saying, oh, Brendan was trying to, like, not cry. He literally was going, and Arturo got him. And I was like, I was like, no, I was by myself, and I was like, this motherfucker, and this is years after, one, he retired, two, after he died. Or did he did he die while he was still actively fighting? I don't. I think he he retired, didn't he? Yeah. So, but I was just like, dude, he was just like, you know, he one of the best fighters. it was like one of those kid cries of like, and I was just like, dude, like I understand you respect this guy, like we all respect him, and they all respect all these fighters. But at some point, get off the dick, like, like get off his nuts. You're just like, it's. It's embarrassing at this point. Like, oh really? 
motherfucking suicide. Oh, it was reopened. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I do remember hearing that on somebody's. Mm-hmm. I do just remember hearing that like on somebody like Hot Topic or something like a few months ago. Yeah, I show you the fight game. Yeah, look at him. He's like Triple G Jr. Mm hmm. A good boy. He's like, yeah, I ain't got to sell the, the Mexican style. I, but, <laughs> like, I knew a lot of like Mexican people, like fighters too, that didn't like, like that shit. Like when they came out with that, they were like, because that's like insinuating, like, we don't know how to fight or we don't like. We don't have technique to like move our head or have defense. We just go in there and just lean forward and just bang. Right. And that's like the dumbest shit ever. Like, yeah, stupid motherfuckers like to watch fights like that. Like, I don't like that's just ignorant. Like, it's good at points in a fight when it can come to that, but just 12. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Look at the look at Provin. What was his name? I can never pronounce his name off top. Provinico. Uh, Providence is like the rock, the Siberian Rocky. He fought Bradley, and they had like a war. That was a great fucking fight. And uh, well, look how he 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 had to retire. I don't even think he got a belt. I don't even think he got like a belt, like or got like another one after whatever. But it's just certain shit like just fighting like that takes its toll. That's what that's what like casuals pay their money to see. Two oh nine, run, run. And when you think about these UFC stuff going on during this pandemic, they just been pushing ahead. Yeah, it's cool. They only had Dr. A who tested positive. That's the only person. Yeah, I think I fuck with it. Like they, they got balls. I'm not saying nobody else don't got balls if they're scared of a disease, but it's just they, they doing their thing and they doing what people need to see and want to see. There's some people who have taken fights who are like, yeah, I think it was Cynthia Calvillo just won her fight. She was like, yeah, I'm so glad I won because I couldn't do like train like I normally do. I was like, listen, you didn't train. Like, I didn't have like a proper training camp. So. Just show up and throw hands. That makes sense, and it shows, like, dude, I'm ready. Like, and look what I did. I went out there and, like, literally obliterated, dude, and just. Yeah, Tony. Damn, Tony. God damn, those last two 
He was just chopping. He was just, just chopping away at him. All of his uh, his upper face, lower face, middle face, side face, back face, top face, his How do you think he does against? Uh, you want you want him to? You want him to? Oh, really? That's funny. He's like, yeah, Mexican style. Mexican style. Uh, good boy. A good boy. <laughs> he just goes in and bangs. He just bangs. That's how Ruiz is. Andy Ruiz kind of goes in, but he has that technique to like move his head and bang. Like it is like a Mexican style, but it's not that what they were trying to, what HBO was trying to make it, and that kind of goes into what that cultural appropriate, you know, appropriation. And it's moving, and that yeah, and it make it look pretty, make it look good. It's impressive, yeah. Catch you with one, and they just sit in there and not have a war if it's too like it's just a. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but at a point when it's like, you see what kind of wins the fights, and it's defense. It was defense wins everything. Yeah. Just stop a motherfucker from scoring, stop him from getting that touchdown or shooting that shot. or It's like literally that's what way you missing head kicks and you got to move your fucking head. So telling people Mexican style that I just walk forward with my chin out. Or like my head down, and I just walk out throwing over a chocolate ale overhands and shit, and I'm eating uppercuts and you know what I mean, or knees and elbows, and because I'm fighting Mexican style, that's fucking stupid. It just didn't make sense. And then they just stopped using the phrase. Have you noticed it? It just went away. Because like so, we had like a backlash on it for like a minute. Now they say just traditional traditional Mexican style. Ooh. He went to just sleep, sleep. Who's that, Tefmo? Oh, no. Yo, you like that dude? Uh, what's his name? Tef, Tefmo? Teofimo? I said Tefmo. <laughs> like Tecmo Bowl. What's that dude? Tecmo Bowl? Te, Tefmo, uh, what's his last name? <laughs> yeah, that dude is sick, though. They they wanted to fight Lomachenko. He wanted to fight Lomachenko. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people like, he might not be ready. But he got hands and he got power. Yeah, I'm starting to like Ryan. Yeah, I'm starting to like Ryan. He's like, like that's it. It's that same kind of effect like the Diaz. Like I didn't like, I didn't like Nick. And then after a while, I was like, I like this dude. And then like say they with Ryan, he's like, he was like a little asshole, a little douchebag. And then it was like kind of, you just see, he's just a young dude, but he's kind of being himself. And then he was like, and then it's like to me, Tank is a sucker. Like, Tank is a super fucking sucker. So, to me, the fact that he doesn't want to fight Ryan and, like, he trying to make it like, oh, you do this. This dude's fought way more credible people than you, than Tank has. And he's, like, and he's literally like, what's up? I'll fight this guy, that guy. And he's, like, he going back and forth with, uh, you see that with Oscar now? Uh, yeah, him and Oscar kind of. And it's 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 Oscar. You know, well, I'll hopefully, but because it seemed kind of, like, personal on Oscar's, like, side. Like, Oscar, like, tweeted some shit, and he's like, uh, I forgot who it is. What's the guy that's going to fight? He might fight uh, 
he might fight Lomachenko or somewhere Linares or somebody. But he's a uh, no. It's another. It's a Mexican guy. Something uh, I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've literally seen it land on a window and come in like just like that. That's crazy. Was I said it? It did the exact same thing at how it came in. <laughs> That's how it came in. Like about five minutes ago, it landed and then I didn't see it no more. And then it just was in here. Mothman prophecies. Chapstick. <laughs> That's like what's in your hand, Richard Gere. Chapstick. That was a scene from the movie, so nobody will get that. No, but uh, yeah, this. And he just it just smears and uh, like a like a petri dish and shit. Like one of those like those abstracts, <laughs> four oh nine that shit. Falling, you end up falling, and this is like all over a moth, all over a moth body, like smeared. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I started liking Ryan shit, but uh, the shit Oscar tweeted some shit about this other guy. Yeah, so and so the watch the he goes watch the. Tune in whatever day to see the real future of Golden Boy and Southern of Boxing, and he t- and he and he mentions this other this other little younger Mexican dude, and then Ryan like retweeted and was like, yeah, like wow, like he goes, you know, your job as my promoter is to actually like it's like something like not to talk shit about me, pretty much like like he kind of like answered him, kind of replied like some real shit, like what the fuck are you doing? And it was just sounding some like asshole shit. So but Oscar De La Coca do his thing, you know. Yeah. It's in the dealer. It's at the dealership, not and not the car dealership. The Coke. He's he's got money where he can go to the Coke dealership. He doesn't go to a Coke dealer. He goes to the dealership, like and just he got to, they have the fishnets ready for him. And the, they have the high heels. They have all the kitchen utensils. You heard about the kitchen utensils? Yeah, the spatulas and the ladles. Uh, the, I wonder if he has like a golden. Hey, but he was like, I got hands with the gloves, with the wig on, with the Janet Jackson hat, like gripping the wall. Mine too. I had I had Oscar De La Hoya trading cards, like literally. He was gripping the wall, looking back at it, looking back at it, like with fishnets and heels on. He was ahead of his. He was a pioneer. How E forty say? I think I pioneered this shit. I think I pioneered this shit. <laughs> he said, they will give me the credit I deserve. Like <laughs> he just really years, years. I, I legacy this shit here. Like for real. Like for real. This is my legacy. <laughs> like dude. It's just like he, that's him. And that's what his mind, he, even after that, he said, and that he held his, I was as a kid when I looked, when I liked him and looked up to him, I didn't, he didn't look like a junkie or act like a tweaker or anything. He just did his fight. So he held it together for long enough till he said he went to rehab and fixed his shit. And that was years ago, but he's done, you could, you know, he's got down. He'd be having his little moments. Like, I think that too. That is both. Oh my god. He was 
He was like, he was like lit when he was like reading the fighters' names. That day. I remember that shit. And and they will receive, uh, uh, yeah. He was like, yeah. He was like something's weird. It was just weird. That shit was like really strange. And notice there's never been another promotion. Another MMA Oscar. Other than Chuck and Tito. That's what Dana went in. And then a lot of people went in. A lot of people went in on Oscar just off of the, the why would you let that dude fight? And that's why he and how he got washed in like, was it like 40 seconds or something? Yeah, like he just got. <laughs> it's just funny to me when. It just went. It just went. <laughs> he just he submitted. He just went in. He just gave in. Oh, just go limp. It's, yeah, you're a fifty. What like fifty two? Yeah, no. The fuck? Watch this dude get beat up by another old dude that shouldn't be fighting. Like he was gonna land that one ice maker. And just put put Tito down again, and Tito has just been out. He would have just retired and went away. Tito looks like he don't care. He just like I'm getting a check. This is my paycheck. I just show up and train, break my neck. Yeah. I remember when I, when I was a teenager and I first heard that shit, the Huntington Beach Huntington Beach Bad Boys. I remember I like looked at the TV like, what the fuck. Like, oh, knock it the fuck off. Okay. We saw what happened to Huntington Beach Bad Boys during the the Black Lives Matter parade. When the, he got slumped into a brick wall. He was a he had his like he was dressed like a Huntington Beach bad boy. He even had the H B hat on. If you look at it, his hat when he's like getting up and he's leaking, he had like a HB hat on. And I used to live out there like it's like half ass racist. Like they won't say shit or like jump out and try to beat you down. Then they say they might say what they want to say or they might just be it's like this, like you're, they're just chumps, they're suckers. So, yeah, that shows you just like on a bike. <laughs> what was I telling you last week when the guys I was out there were sweeping checks? Which one? Uh, oh. They were like trying to stop the, uh, the, um, oh. The yeah. And Chuck was out there and Huntington. Yo, you know what's the crazy wow. thing in the picture? What difference between the the week when it was uh the, all the fucking crazy writing was saying oh open up open up and like how they were all like uh, disobeying like the orders and shit yeah and then you see the next week it's just the people who were protesting for and like, like SWAT riot gear tanks it's like some weird yeah, shit weird it's some weirdo shit I'm like what the fuck is this because it was like they thought it was just gonna be all like black people out there that's what it was. And they didn't figure, they don't understand there's more of us than them as far as just people that are against their bullshit, against racism, all that shit. Just, and it's more they showed that and all these people came out and just kind of, you know, showed the truth of, like, this is what it is. Ain't nobody, like, ain't nobody, we're not, we not allowing that shit no more, period. We're not, we not just going to sit around. And so I think, I don't know, it's, People now, it's like, shit is just weird. All this shit is. It is. It's crazy. Uh, also, like, uh, Orange County just doesn't give a fuck about this violent thing, man. They just, like, open as fuck. 
Mm, they don't care. And then they got a different mayor anyway, so. So their mayor can say whatever and just be like open. You know, like the governor is on. I mean, he's still saying his shit, but there's like, this shit is just, I don't know. It's like a shit show. The definition of a shit show. You want, yeah, they left like, fuck out of here. We're out of here. They they had a statement that said that they were like it was like three peace three nights of like peaceful protests like we don't need to be here like this goofy motherfucking doofus in the White House like I would just call him in like what the yeah. fuck are you doing like he's just fanning the flames he's doing what they hired him to do be uh, you know the the sack of shit actor. Uh, reality, asshole, racist, misogynist character. Huh. Mr. Fab or some shit. That would be funny. <laughs> Shug gonna get a letter. Shug like, hey man, I heard the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, need a, I'm gonna need a couple pennies out of it. Like, what the fuck? Not in the life. Not Rob Van Winkle. That's it. I think that's his real name. Like, it's like Rob Van Winkle. Sounds like weird shit. <laughs> that's a ridiculous name. Uh, I watched a few of them. I mean. Yeah, that was. That was just like shish kebabs. She just she demolishes every time though. Like every time she gets in there, she just steamrolls. She steamrolls these motherfuckers. I'm saying she steamrolled everybody in while Rhonda dodged the gang of these motherfuckers. Or either if either way, if she dodged them or Dana hit her from them. Either way, she didn't fight him, and Amanda did, and she should get all the fucking credit she deserves. And yeah, because she was in a, a college when she was supposed to be going to either, which was, she had a couple losses on her resume. Mm, but I remember, I can remember watching Strike Force, like I said, when I used to watch DC and Woodley, and uh, and Rhonda was on her little arm bar run in, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in the Strike Force, but uh. Uh, Amanda was on a knockout. She would be knocked, same thing, knocking chicks out 16 seconds, 49 seconds, 22 seconds. I can re- I remember that shit. And, and yeah, and then it was somehow she didn't get the the contract or picked up. And like I think it was the other chick too. She was there, Peru, uh, something Peru. She was like she had hands too. Like she was real. Like she had hands, and they didn't. I think they didn't even. T- I think UFC ended up bringing her in later. If I'm not mistaken, I can't remember her name, but it's just like, dude, at some point, like, you just take Ronda and then make her fight nobody's, like, that we know, and then, and then had her fight uh, Misha three, was it three, four times? They fought four times? Uh, I think, I think the third one was UFC, and then I think they fought again, like, Cause she fought. Well, I know she fought Misha twice in her run. 
she fought her like, like she fought her, then they rematched, and yeah, and that's when Misha almost like tapped her out or no, something. There was talk, I think there was talk that they were gonna do a fourth one because Misha had the belt at the time, but then it was uh, who, who did she fight? Was it Harlem? Uh huh. Yeah, that one. I was that one. Yeah, she took the belt from that shit. Maybe I was like, I was hot about that. I was like, man, I like Tom's. Yeah, she just went to see it and tap though. That's like some crazy shit. She just went to sleep. Like, fuck yeah. it. Like, just kill me. Yeah. That's like the people you look at and don't, you don't expect that from a little freckle-faced blonde lady. <laughs> like, Holly, that's just like this bright-eyed. And she's like, just choke me and I'll die. Like, I won't tap out. She just went out. Like, they, like I was literally thinking that when I started saying it and I just didn't want to say it, but you did. I literally was thinking that. Like, hey, shit. Like, like, just, like, just random, like, I was, like, I messed with this little chick, and she, like, kind of hinted at, and, like, just recently, we were, like, doing some shit, and, like, I kind of reached kind of hard and grabbed her neck, and she, like, I heard, she goes, <laughs> like, starts choking, and I let her go, and so, like, at the end, we were, like, talking, and she was, like, yeah, she was, like, you know, she was, like, I didn't say stop. And I was, like, oh, okay, like, I was, like, you were choking for air for dear life. Already, nice little. Him up he should beat him up just for that flat top. <laughs> I hate those fucking. No, even though mine's isn't that like far off, but it's like I just don't. Mine's I gotta get a lined up. It's just like like a week and about a week ago. Yeah, like maybe actually uh, last Friday. Yeah, uh, th that was only my second cut since the, because I, I didn't get it cut. Maybe I had a show right before the lockdown, and I got a cut. Maybe I got a cut maybe the week before the, the shit they start shutting everything down. So all maybe, three solid months with no, if not more, yeah, uh, well three solid months yeah, there's no haircut, and I was like fuck it, and got lined up, didn't die, didn't, and didn't no one died around me. No one died around me. Yeah, you just like. Just shave. Oh, we got this dude as the as the ref. Who? Which one? He's the light skinned black dude with the flat top. He's got a mustache. Um, uh, I know. Yeah, is it Steel? I think his name is Steel. I think he might be right. I think it's Steel. He's done a shit ton of fights in the nineties and like uh, like random shit. He's like every man. He's like Frank Frankie. <laughs> yeah, he has like the box flat top. Yeah, yeah that's it. I think that's Steel. It's like yeah, still. Oh, that nigga chain is nice. That nigga jersey nice. They got a nice little walkout. See, his fighters like that, you be like, yo, roll out everything good. You better have that, like, talent to back all it. End up like Broner bitch ass. That nigga. <laughs> you come out like fucking birds and shit. <laughs> How many animals does he have to kill? He's like, How many animals do you have to kill to get that It's like with his belly out and shit. Like, yeah. Like, is that silk? Like silk and fur together? <laughs> fucking fox fur, like dancing all the way to the ring and then get beat the fuck up. Like. And then and then never lets his never lets his hands go again. And what the weird part is, if you watch that fight, he low key even Max said it. When when I watched it again, Max 
he like he low key catches Madonna like a few times after both knockdowns. And like, but he was, you can, he was clearly scared. Like you see him catch him and you see my Donna react. It's almost like he can't see what we see, I guess. Yeah. But you see my Donna react like, oh shit. And like, even he's looking kind of like for the follow up, like, and you see, hey, you see Broner like kind of like, like I'm not going in because I know he can catch me again. And that's kind of, that's a good thing. All letting your hands go when you do hurt somebody, they'll still be cautious even when they hurt you. And it seems like ever since that fight, like after those knockdowns, and Maidana just Maidana dominated him. But he did like low key. I think Max even said he low key kind of won the twelfth round. He said he gave the twelfth round to two Broner because he he was kind of like ah like getting off, but it was like I'm just nervous. But after that, he never let his hands go again in any. Oh, uh, well, he dropped Porter. He dropped Porter and like the same thing. That whole Porter fight, he fought Porter. It was like whatever. And then in the twelfth round, boom. Same thing with uh Mikey. He broke Mikey's nose in the twelfth. He like the same fight. Mikey's just on him the whole fight, and in the twelfth round, boom, he just breaks his nose. Like it's like he has it in him still, but he's a sack of shit. That's like I'm happy being a sack of shit. Like then I get paid to be this. I'll, I'm happy taking the bare minimum wage, being a sack of shit, than earning like the highest grade of. Oh, here we go. Ooh, shit. That's a you know, earning the highest grade of money I can being a top athlete. That's, that shows you some people's mindset, even with the talent they have. It's not about the talent. It's about you. Like, he's way in. He's like, ooh. He is like, he better be careful, though, because he's just swimming. He's swimming, too. Like, he's just letting his hands go. See, like, those type punches will catch a motherfucker. You know how I many boxing highlights with dudes that went down and got up and and then catch him up, bah! but dude, he he like he got power, power and speed. What weight class are they? Nigga box wrecking. Flores Jr. They talking shit. <laughs> they like he like you in the back of here, motherfucker. <laughs> he like Rufio, low key. <laughs> like that's what reminds me of. Oh yeah, yeah, that's him. That's yeah. the same. Yeah, he is like a lot chubby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's about that dude's been fighting or been reffing at least forty years. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least I forty. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's it's just people that are happy with the level of if you think you have talent, you can take the I can maximize this shit and actually win a fight or win fights or. Do good and make top notch bread, as opposed to I just get paid to show up and like get beat up, yeah. and it's like that's just, it's just fighters like that. That's what yeah, fucked up boxing. <laughs> the box. <laughs> he was like, like this dude is on one. Yeah, he. And I used to like Clay a lot. He fighting. He has a. I seen it last night. I just seen last night. I was watching some. I watched a uh, MMA. What's that YouTube channel? MMA World, where they just like they post their tweets and the shit. Yeah. People going back and forth that you wouldn't catch normally. Right. And then like I swear this was just like before I was coming over here. And I I'm like watching it and it says like and it, it goes like you. Yeah. Oh, he looked. Yeah, he was. He stunned him. Done. Yeah. I'm surprised he got up. 
Oh, he knocked his knocked his tongue in the back. Look, <laughs> he closed it. He said, "Oh shit!" Like that reaction to the yeah, his face, his face, everything changed. Of like, oh, this isn't good. But uh, yeah, I, I was literally making something to eat before I came over here. And then I go, I seen that, and it has that little theme, like when the video comes on. And like, and I looked in the first caption, Clay Guida arrives at so-and-so gym for fight. And I just turned the video on. And I usually watch those videos all the way through, no matter who they're talking about. They can be talking about uh, fucking uh, Weidman or someone that you don't really care about to hear about. But yeah, like for the eighth time. It's like, so... Yeah, it's just like certain people you just don't care like to hear about anymore. I forget. They're like, oh, yeah, he's former champ. Right? Like, yeah, from 2013 to 2015. I'm like, damn, it's been that long. Yeah, like, it's. And he only, he just beat, what did he beat? Silva, Mashida, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that was it. And he supposedly was injured. Who took his belt? Was it Rockhold? Then Bisping, Bisping knocked, Bisping knocked his, his fucking Bisping, Bisping is done. Like yeah, yeah, Henderson. They tried to. They didn't. They make him fight Henderson. Dan Henderson. Uh, yeah. They didn't fight him in England. Out he a, yeah, he a, a lot of people feel Henderson kind of won that fight. He kind of did. Yeah. He yeah. He was just catching him with the H bomb. He just kept rocking him. But he, it was like he just but took. He was like ranked sixteenth or something. And, and he was, he was. Oh, he's old. He's ranked sixteenth. He does movies and shit now. And then Bisping was in his uh, hometown. They were like, they were over, like over there fighting. And it was just like, kind of like we can't, like unless he, he was just don't get knocked out, bro. Like they finally just told him, don't fucking get knocked out. It sucks for Bisping. Well, I understand why he was doing it because he still had the eye issues and shit. Yeah. Right, and like a so week after, wasn't it like two? Oh, it wasn't even like two weeks. It was like it was a long ass. Yeah, like was it? He had a fight and then he fought GSP. Like no, it was the opposite. He fought GSP, lost. Oh, then he fought the dude. And he fought like yeah, wasn't it like a week later? That was because Silva. It was like two weeks later. That shit, shit. that shit was, I remember seeing that, and a lot of people were pissed about that, just like they were pissed about Oscar letting Chuck fight. It was like, why would you let this dude fight, like, literally, like, I think it was, it had to be just, like, two weeks. Like, yeah, because it was, like, a Saturday, and he was fighting, like, on a Saturday. He took the fight on, like, a Sunday night. Yeah, so it had to be a Saturday, because their fight's on Saturday. And it was a Saturday fight, and then right. it was like the next. It wasn't the. Ne- it had to be like yeah, two it was weeks. Like two or three days later, he took. Like the what the? I remember that shit. It was like the fuck. Cause didn't GSP choke him out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't like he get didn't take too damage, much, too much damage, but you still like got choked yeah, out. Yeah, he still like, like a little pamper later. He still had like another dude that's a different fighting style. He ended up getting injured. And then the motherfucker just that was just you. That shows you when UFC fully moved into entertainment, like W. It's sports entertainment now, honestly. It's just higher combat than WWE is real, you know. Conor McGregor ass. You know, it turned it into sports and WWE shit. Where we, it's we, we want to. It's like you ever see Red? You ever see that movie Red Belt? Uh, it's real good with the guy from uh, Doctor Strange, the black dude that uh, I can't remember his name. The one I was like his 
like one of his training partners and he's like it's like pretty much this guy he's like a sensei he has like a training uh, gym like in the hood somewhere and you know he's like he's really good he's like he's just like a like he got hands and it's he go, I guess they want him to sign up for these tournaments and shit that's tight like UFC it's pretty much like UFC yeah. and so he knows like the guy that puts it together he knows most of the fighters he's trained most of the fighters or, or trained with they all know he's like the shit but he's like, like fuck it, you know. I only train people like to be, you know, this that, and it's it's a good like it's a cool little like movie. So he finally enters the tournament, and then he he's backstage one night, and there's a lot of real fighters in the movie, and uh, he's like uh, the guy that like the Dana White ish character is like telling these two fighters, look how like you're gonna lose to so and so tonight, uh, so and so you're gonna lose to so and like, and he's like. Like what the fuck? Like and I guess they who they trained under was like some grand like master Chinese master that was like real respectable and so he's like he's like one of these dudes he's like taking it to heart like that's the sensei and the master we must respect his like what are you doing and the dude's like this is fucking business like what the fuck out of here like with that you know like temple shit and so it's just it's a good ass movie like you wouldn't expect it to be as good as it is but it's called Red Belt and like just without giving just it's worth a watch and it's like and it, but it kind of lifts a veil into what I'm sure goes on in boxing and in all sports but especially in like combat sports especially when they're showcasing a fighter and trying to make it like okay dude you're just going to fight this guy He's a nobody, he's ranked, and he's not supposed to win, he's not gonna win, he's not gonna try to fucking win. So that's so you good, just do your thing. You can dance, let your feet go, let your hands go, and he's not gonna, he's literally getting a check to just get in there and get beat up. I think that's a lot of shit going on like that. Like, especially like for Clay Guida to still be getting fights. And like I said, I liked Clay Guida in like 2010. And he was, at that point, he was like, wasn't he like a vet somewhat? Yeah. In 2010. Like quite mid-century, yeah, and he'd be all bloody, and his hair would be red, yeah. and just be bouncing, he'd just be dripping, and he'd be like. Hey, I remember, though, when he, they kind of, I think they low-key robbed him against Gray Maynard. If you watch the Gray Maynard, because Gray Maynard was a beast, like. And I think that fight, no one expected that. Like to, he was like that movement and how much uh, I guess Maynard's output versus his high output versus high movement, you'll get make somebody look bad. And he made Gray Maynard look bad for like damn near like all three rounds. Like, and he was catching him and slipping. You could even see like Gray was he was getting mad like when he kept like oh fight and do this shit and which Anderson. Who are they gonna be against? He already yeah, fought he Izzy. That Izzy fight was kind of dope, though. I like that. That shit was dope. Yeah. Uh, just because the, they both were like, they it was points where they literally did. It was just a mirror match, pretty much. It was like if you look, it was certain parts where they did the same exact like, like they it was. I think they both. It was a shit where they both threw like this kick and both dodged it like the, at the same like time. Like they both. It was like some Muay Thai like shit, and they both. Did like the it was like crazy, and then like they even looked at each other like, oh, 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 like, oh, oh sensei, ah, the pupil has passed the sensei. Like, shit's hilarious. So it's like it's good, it's good, but it's cool to see certain shit like that. But 
I mean, who else would he, who would he fight? Like, I think Anthony Pettis really wants to fight him. Yeah. Who wants to see that, though? Honestly, who wants to see that? Is that a point yeah. where when a person gets out of their prime, well, at least, at least you don't want to see them fight guys that's kind of they achieve stuff but not, like, greatness? Pettis loses, you know he's going to blame his trainer. Yeah, my fucking trainer. He like, always says he got overconfident and he blames his trainer. That was always the two things he always brought up against his trainer. He was always gonna fight them despite what he said. Over and over oh, again. I'm changing. I'm changing my approach this fight. I'm coming with a whole different attitude. And then it's just like after the loss, he's like, "Hey, what happened, bro?" And she's like, "Man, I didn't take him serious." <laughs> He'd be like, "Diego, I got in the box." Oh man. That was like the weirdest shit for a long time. Then he had like a medallion box. And then like, did you put on a record label? Like, did you try to do a record label? Yeah, I ain't gonna box records. <laughs> I just got a Rick in the box. I just put Diego in the box. <laughs> he just signed up to be in the box. <laughs> oh, man. I just like. thought it was like, it was like Wednesday afternoon, I thought it was like Tuesday morning. <laughs> I, I, I got this, this weed I'm rolling right now, it's called Mike Tyson OG. Oh shit. And it was, it's like Team Fire, and it just does gonna lay you down. Yo, Gabe's fighting right now. Uh, I think so, he took a shot last round though. He knocked him down. Motherfucker. He knocked him down in the first, in the first or second? I think it was the first. Two on them, Yeah. Uh, it's been weird. Like, most of these fights have been four rounds, but, like, one of the early ones was just, like, we just was, like, alright. <laughs> they just, like, we just shooting it either way. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, body. Bro, that's so disappointing. Fight Island was just, like, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thought it was going to be, like, a real villain. They thought it was going to be like a real villain, like, yeah, sitting in a chair overlooking, uh, like, Cobra Island. Bermuda? Like, what is this, in Barbados? It's going to be Cobra Island. Yeah, for real. You ever Cobra from, like, G.I. Joe? There's, like, Cobra Commander over you watching the fight. <laughs> yeah, Mexico, right. Mexico ain't a white people's special guest. Like, like, he had, like, Donald Trump come to his shit. Like, he'll have, like, like Cobra Commander just comes, and he's, like, with the hood on, like, the, and he's, like, and he's, like, pointing, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, like I didn't even know there was a real cobra. Yeah. Like, they're like the Taliban over there, like <laughs> in Abu Dhabi. That's so wild, man. Yeah, I was like, well, getting the facilities ready. I'm like, man, you stacked fights there already, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you making it like he was going to some. Ju- it was going to be I know, like, like how WCW. Down. You remember how WCW <laughs> used to be back in the day? Bash at the beach and shit, yeah. and they'd really be on the fucking beach <laughs> yeah. with like. 50,000 people surrounding the ring. They'd be at Hogwild, at like pretty much at the Sturges, and they'd just have a ring in the middle of like 100,000 motorcycles, just and everybody wild. just revving they shit. Like, oh, dude, that shit was dope. Like, that was probably one of the dopest shit WCW ever did, because it was kind of lame, honestly. <laughs> I hated WCW, but, but I'll give them that credit for that. But that's when everybody, yeah, that's when to me, that's when, that's when everyone started watching WCW. Because it was so dope. Like, okay, w, it was just, that shit stood for We Can't Wrestle. 
Like, that shit was like, it was garbage. Like, as a kid watching, as a consumer. Not just talking shit about the wrestlers, and I know they're dedicated as a consumer. As a child, a teenager, WCW was fucking trash. It was like the worst promotion ever. It had great talent, but they didn't know what the fuck to do with them. Same reason why all those dudes left, went to WWE, and most of them became legends from where WWF worked and WWE worked or what led them up to there. Like, so, and they're still around. Look at Booker T. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's still there, like, the man. Like, so. Some of those people are crazy, though. Like, oh, yeah. It is. Wrestling. It's just cutting, cutting you big checks. from the 80s and 90s got crazy stories. You know? Cutting you a big ass check, and you get to do all the dope and steroids and uh, alcohol and hoes, cheerleaders, and that, yeah, or valets. Yeah. And you're exempt. You get movie deals automatically. You doing commercials. You're just a star. Toys. It literally like puts you in the stardom, even though you're in a kind of a what they some people call cheesy shit. You're in this little cheesy world, right. but you're literally like a mega star instantly. You got a toy, an ice cream bar, a T-shirt. You're on a magazine. Uh, Let me throw you cheap for that Walmart. Yeah, you're on a video fucking game. Literally, niggas can pick you or make you. They have like the shit to make your. Created, you know, wrestler. You ever, you ever think about like what would it would be where you do some shit that the WWE steroids and shit like that, like the best of the best type shit? I'm the best. Of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, a lot of people didn't even know that song was the best around. Oh, it says you're the best around, not yeah. you're the best of the best. I was one of those people. <laughs> Still around like five years ago, I was like smoking. It was like, wait a minute, did you say you're the best around? And I was like, wait a minute, like, oh shit! I've been like since I've been a kid, and Eric Roberts, I mean, you're the best, the best. <laughs> I think there's like a large amount of the population that says that when they sing that song and they don't know. And they're like, I forgot who it was. I told somebody that, and they were like, no, it don't. And I was like, yeah, it do. And I let them hear, and they were like trying to sing over it when it started playing, so they could be right. Exactly, best of so automatically. It's just it's when I literally it's the name of the movie, the name of the song, best of the song, automatically the best of the best. And then the guy's hitting that high note. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I was like, is this motherfucker saying around? He clearly said around. Right. Let me start this mic real quick. Oh man. Stockton on the move. That's gonna be like the classic. Title and fight you for real. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I thought uh, I forgot he 
fucking celebrity goats and shit. Yeah, So there's like two <laughs> little dudes just balling yeah, it out. That it, would be hilarious. Hell no, that's a jacked up dude. I mean, he'd probably hold his own. Yeah, of course. Chicken white, my head chicken white. It's like DC and Bang. I think he needs a real uh, product with the meat technique. Yeah. Is it? I think it's too age and meat. I don't think he would have. Yeah, he would have did that with uh, with food, fine food with all the movements. How he used to move, nonstop movement, the entire fucking fight was just like coming in, being angry, doing all kind of weird shit, just catching you off and slapping the fuck out of you. Yeah, like, I just don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think, that's how a lot of them have to fight, but as soon as I get that weight class, they all kind of little TJ and TJ beat, uh, uh, Cody, it's kind of that same, like, that move, they just like, just, at that very Cody same shit. It's just always like that that's how they fight. It's almost like it's, it's a smart hey, fighting he's anyway. He's not going to be like that at Cody's or uh, O'Malley's. I kind of like, like Cody's. I kind of like Cody's. I like O'Malley's was hard though. But I kind of like Cody's just because he like dodged like. Because he was above his feet. And it was like a super like he ducked yeah. it. And then just boom. He just out of nowhere did Force it. Yeah, it was like he just turned his own, and dude just flopped, like, O'Malley's was, like, nice, though, too, nice as fuck, he's just, like, a new little superstar with the 6'9", 6'9", and what's your thoughts on that shit? I I saw his interview with Theo Vaughn, I thought that shit was Theo interviewed 6'9"? No, uh, he met O'Malley. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from, but I don't, that's not my shit. Yeah, like, no one fucks with that shit. Yeah. That's just a fucking weirdo, like, yeah. complete trash. And it's just weird. Now, it, I'm glad he's just kind of getting exposed as, like, the fake industry plant-type person he is. He's buying views, but he's screaming he's number one, what you paid for. Like, even Adam22 called it out. Uh, he goes, like, how do you get 40, 53 million views in 24 hours? But you only got like three million streams, like from all the sites combined. Like through only three million streams in like twenty four hours. Right. Like that doesn't make sense, like at all. So it's like, but that's what that's what the music music industry is. It's fucking the industry, some bullshit. So. But we see it. It's true. There's a lot of that shit. It fucking sucks. Like the, the YouTube like music section used to be like actually mean something but like now what they show you is just like only like what the, the what's promoted what's what yeah. promoted like yeah what they promote it's fucking disappointing that's what that's what world star used to be world star hip world star hip-hop honestly and from like oh six i believe when it started maybe 
And that's when I used to, I, like, literally, I can remember when it was, like, nine videos on Worldstar. Like, literally, I can remember I was, like, the one of the, I used, like, I can take credit for putting people up on, I used to be like, hey, yeah, it's this site, dude. And they'd be like, damn, they'd hit me up. Hey, what was that website you was on with all the videos? And, like, and this, it would be no fight videos. This, it was all, like, rappers that were dope as fuck that should be on the radio, that have been around forever, up and coming, that should have could be in rotation and couldn't. And it was just a real hip hop site for like just all real hip hop artists. Then you start seeing they just start taking money from anybody, and it was like, okay, what the fuck is these? Who this shit is trash, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, that that came even way later. That was still the uh, world hip hop honeys or world star honeys, and then it turned to like a porn site. And it'd be like bootleg camera phones, chicks giving head in the stairwell. It'd be like chicks blowing cum bubbles in a stairwell or some shit in a, like a U-Haul shirt. Like, like, yeah, like weird shit. Yeah, and like her nigga just recorded this on a razor. Like... their neighborhoods <laughs> that's super funny you're a hood to hood dvds back in the day i can remember they went up to the they were in oakland or east oakland on one and the dudes were just walking around like the apartment complex with k's and shit i was like they had to be doing this shit for the day this can't be like this can't be life 
Like, they were just in sweatsuits with, like, beanies. Like, like we living under a Nazi regime. Like, this is, like, this is insane. They literally had caves. This can't be, like, like extendo clips. Yeah, they was out there, K's, Max, extendo clips, Desert Eagles, and, when, and they had a car parked with, like, uh, he was like, yeah, we got we make sure uh, we keep a K in this trunk so if everybody pull up busting, we can just get to this trunk and just spray their ass. And I was just like, wow. I think that was in Fairfield. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Fairfield. You're washed. <laughs> he walked off and was never the same again. He was just like, he had some line about like he's gonna make a lane sign move or some shit like that. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, a lot of niggas didn't want to. Joe Buttons didn't want to battle Fab. Yeah. It's a, it was, it was an incident. It was an incident where Fab went to New York, somewhere in Jersey or New York. I remember like seeing this on World Star, and. Fab, uh, like, battle, he went to the battles or went to battle something, but it was already in. He was just there. So, supposedly it was another battle. This is what, like, I kind of remember. And they said he was supposed to battle Joe. And then Joe goes, like, oh, no, I got to leave. Like, my brother just died. So, Fab, like, for sure, like, don't trip, like, cool. Uh, Joe leaves. Fab's like whatever. Like nobody else wanted to battle, so him and his the boy, boy, his homies he with, they they hit the, hit the club VIP. He looks over. Joe Buttons is in the VIP. Oh shit! And he goes, "This is literally like an hour after he told me his brother died." Like, and he goes, "I just was kind of like so." I kind of the rest of the story is kind of, but I, that's just the main part of it. So it's a lot of dudes that didn't want to battle. Uh, uh, Ghost Rider, the the whip, like. You know, they thought that video, that was just the goofy right. and all that shit. And they got bars and could eat motherfuckers up. And because, who's that driving? Patrick Swayze. Hey, that shit used to knock. Nigga, I used to be right here down the street. I used to live around the corner. We'd be, nigga, we had so many parties over here on 46. Nigga, just turn, nigga, keep the sneak. You'd hear keep the sneak on the whole block. And just, just that whole, I don't know, L.A., oh, yeah. It's just the Bay always. <laughs> Get flipped like a burger patty. <laughs> Ask me the big old fat. But it's, it's just like, I don't know, the Bay's always respected, been respected in L.A. Like, we super, like, it's just, I don't know, it seems like the South, the Bay, and L.A. always kind of been like, it's like a yeah, Texas to the Bay, Louisiana to the Bay. If you even really look at Cash Money and E Forty back in the day, it's always been like a a mutual respect with like the Gulf Coast and, and like the West Coast, and that's it. And, and even and up the Western Seaboard, yeah. I think the only funk they had with Florida dudes was Dre and Snoop and Luke, like. I think that was more he just dissed them niggas. Yeah, 
because he just said it was from that verse. He said, I don't know what it was. And suppose that they said it was over that check-in shit. Like he, they didn't. He was mad. They, they didn't check in pretty much with Miami dudes. And they kind of was like, nigga, this death row, nigga. <laughs> like the fuck, <laughs> the fuck you mean, nigga? Like, so, and I guess I mean Luke. Luke did have. He had it like that though, where like the pull and power, like a death row in Miami, but. He just wasn't as boastful about it. So you don't know. That's And that's how people get caught up when when everybody knows we go to L.A. or we're going to have to either hide from Suge or go and talk to him because he's the man. That's because they see you. When it's somebody like a Luke or a Jay Prince, somebody that people don't, they you know the name, but you don't really know the weight behind this person and what they can do. Yeah, and he's like the – Jay Prince like the only person I've seen pretty much make even Floyd like – Floyd had to. Floyd he to pretty much help uh, start Floyd's career, and yeah, who, he, had, he talked somebody down for he talked Drake and somebody mm-hmm. down to, to push his feet to do movies after that. Then he uh he got uh what's the little dude's chain back in New York that got robbed and they cut him oh, and took yeah. his chain. Why why something youngin? Not not Melly the other one. Uh, something youngin or one of them a bunch of letters and. You know, every rapper now it's like letters in a in a name. It's like MLB, MLB Sosa, <laughs> like like that's baseball. AR, what is it? AR five Like nigga, that's the new Terminator, nigga. <laughs> nigga, that's the Arnold playing him. They they all specialize. I've, I heard now from like some of the younger people I kind of be around. They be talking about baby voice rap, and I be reading comments and like IG, and they be like, "Oh, he kills like the." And I seen a post that was like, "Who has the baby better? Who has the better baby baby voice bars?" And they were like, "Uh, like Pump or uh, like some other little Pink Dread face tattoo, like." And he's like, here, 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 here. Like, literally, that's what they do now. They just make, like, like their mouth is, like, they can't move because they're so high. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. And they tried to play it off as some, this just a new style. Like, no, you was off them perks and, you know, them quaaludes kicked in. And <laughs> yeah. But then he got, honestly, even before 6 9 he got exposed for, like, faking that he really wasn't even no drug addict. He just yeah when he got sued by uh or when he not sued but he was in that custody shit with Sierra, and she took him to court and uh and like they were she was gonna use that as like oh like, and they tell you finally was like he's like I don't do none of that shit that's literally like rap lyrics like I didn't have drug tests and he literally kind of a lot of people at that point a lot of people was like oh this nigga whack as fuck because he didn't really promote and a lot of people didn't like it off of the Juice World shit you know. Juice World even said it himself, like that he only, like he was like that because of Future. Yeah. I've listened. He literally says that even when I first listened to Future, I wanted to say something like. So it's kind of like to hear the nigga that made you do that say he don't even do that shit, and you and you're dead, like because of that shit. That's insane. Like, but that's the hip hop. That's that's just the industry. But the hip hop industry is like fully indulging in that shit now. Just fake, faking, faking shit. It ain't even fake it till you make it. It's like back in the day, dudes rapped about being dealers and shit. Now, like motherfuckers rap about being the like the junkie. They rap about being the customers. That's like really like niggas went from rapping about like I, I'm the plug. Niggas went from I'm I got it, I hustle to I'm the plug 
to now I'm the junkie. Like, I'm the nigga vine and what I got. I'm off the so-and-so. Got me with the so-and-so. Poured a cup of so-and-so. Yeah, I popped the so It's like, damn, nigga, you got like a CVS list. That shit's always been like a, that shit's always been like a normal occurrence to be like a, a alcohol brand, especially when the, half of these fuckers got like stock in a, you know, and they're being paid by say vodka by a Belvedere or Goose to stand there with a bottle in their music video or like to do a commercial like a internet camera YouTube commercial ad with a bottle of Goose. Then it's like I remember Trey Songz was doing goose ads at one point, like years ago. So it's kind of like exactly. I remember the weirdest, the weirdest alcohol ad circling right back to boxing. The weirdest alcohol ad I've ever seen in my life was a Manny Pacquiao Hennessy ad. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? This nigga, it's like a an oxymoron of just whose idea was this that this was good? And it's like even with like okay the. It is. They're like, yeah, with their bottles and shit. Like, yeah, man, fucking Ezel and shit. Well, no, well, he's Cambodian. He's Cambodian. But what is? Damn, he go hard. I fuck with Ezel. Ezel goes like super hard. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Ezel was black till about two years ago. And I've been. I was listening to him for at least six, about well, five, six years. And I never knew that fool was like uh, not black. And I seen him in the video. He was, with the little goals and his braids. I was like, hella super. Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot of Cambodians and uh, like that, that thick hair and they're brown, very brown. Like, yeah, that's it. But yeah, that, uh, it's I always just tripped off of, uh, I forgot what I was even, so we were talking about uh, how we even got to Ezel. We were talking about, uh, uh oh yeah the, the weirdest ad I've ever seen and then the tra he's like running in the commercial when you when you have the feeling and he's like and then they're like, it's like like is he running off the Hennessy like is this, it's weird I saw that shit I tripped off of that shit when I'm and then he and I think that was the fight right before the Marquez knockout and I was like it was like the Hennessy in his system he got he had Henny in his system got put to sleep. Look at high punch. Look at boom. Against Max? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't, Max seems determined. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He seems determined. Yeah, he was coming off a lot of he was doing a lot of shit. He was moving around. Yeah. Yeah, so it might be a different fight. Look, everybody get a medal? He was like, he was like, he was looking at his, he was like, he's crying, bro. Yeah, he's like, why are you putting this on me? <laughs> like, and he got like his sweatshirt on. What is that? I'm the best loser. You took the best knockout of the night. That would be cold. They give you, oh. if they give you knockout, imagine the knockout of the night bonus, the person that gets it, and you get a bonus too for being the victim, being the victim of knockout of the night. That would be so. Would you take the check? How would you feel? Like, how would you? Would you take the check? Would you be like? Dana, I was watching a video. Remind me, Dana gave a fifty thousand dollar bonus to the dude that knocked out the guy who worked with Pluto. I remember that because yeah, and he was like, he knew he shouldn't have worn it. It was like, wait, come on, man. 
Oh, yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. Oh, for real? That is, that was stupid. You don't do that shit, man. I was watching that fight. I remember watching that shit too, and I was like, "Why is this shit so hard?" His nigga cheeks were like, he rolled. His nigga cheeks were all clenched together. <laughs> that shit was horrible. Imagine getting fifty thousand extra dollars, like. Yeah. Exactly. It's weird. I know Usman's like, oh, this nigga never like me. No, he just <laughs> he just wants the belt. That's all. I just want that fucking belt. I know I can get it. It still always ends up being weird, though. Remember when Jones fought um, fucking Rashad? Rashad. Well, Rashad, Rashad did. He got like weird though, like because he it was like he was trying to steal like Bones, kind of like like every time Bones, it was like they kept like he would just play. He just jumped in the octagon with a suit on, and it was like, and they never really did that back then either. That was, was kind of weird. At that point, it wasn't like boxing. Like, and I remember seeing that, like, watching the fight with the homies, and yeah, and he's like with that gray suit. He walks in with that brother, the shark skin suit and shit, and he's like, yeah, you know, if he wants to, if he wants to shot, and he goes, well, I remember Bone saying something like, I'm gonna just like since he always on the rain on my parade, like I'll just smash him or something. And it was kind of like, yeah, like it did seem like he was kind of like. Jealous that oh this nigga just got to the belt and he's got it like. I think Rashad was on uh, Joe Rogan's experience and he was talking about how he did like UFC and yeah. Yeah, doing that psychedelic and like how he's like he sure he said he was in the asshole back in the day for it but. <laughs> huh, he seemed like it. Yeah. He seemed like it honestly. I think but it's just some athlete shit honestly probably. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Saludo saying he did it with Mike Tyson. Yeah, he says, like, Mike Tyson was, like, uh, part of the fog. And, like, they went to, like, some meteor or something. Or, like, uh, one of those uh, islands, like, escaping, like, mm. uh, Aruba or something like that. And, like, uh, they did it there. They had, like, a drama or something. Apparently, Mike was going through some shit. <laughs> he's sitting there watching it. He's like, man, this dude is, like, fucking, this is Iron Mike. What is it? What is the trip actually like? So I mean, does it like they just? It's not. I'm, not, I'm sure it's not painful. Portals and shit. Alright, so yeah. Just for trying to figure out what well what the trip was like. If you I remember you just saying it was intense. Yeah, so Saludo was saying that he went through like moments where he was going through like the whole uh uh even after the life, he was seeing moments like his family like when they first like went and like they didn't know each other and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's just like He was on one. Yeah. I've, uh, 
Like out and about? Yeah. Like outside? Because well, that's just the same like an outside one time drug. Was before, yeah, one time was before a mic. Yo. I didn't want to do that thing. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's, that's insane. Just see, I was. It just seems like something you'd have to prepare for, like shrooms. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. that's the same like, like that's not like a. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem like a, let's just head out and do some of these. I mean, you can do that with shrooms and go see a movie and whatever you want to see, like some wild shit. But it just doesn't seem like you're just standing in front of a store. Hey, you want some shrooms? Hey, you want some acid? While you just stand here and try to go up on stage and focus for the next seven minutes, like that's insane. Like sweating and shit. And <laughs> like, why are you doing that to yourself? It's like torturing yourself, and it's like it's hard to why they're like, and they're like I, they're like looking at everything. <laughs> they're making awkward eye contact with random crowd members, and like people are looking at them like jumping. Like, mm. I've seen a couple. I've seen. I could tell they were like. It was one guy. I could tell he was on steroids. And then he said something. I heard him, like, in a parking lot when everyone was smoking, and he said, like, he's been taking something. Mm-hmm. And then I, I seen him at another open mic about three months later, and I didn't even realize him because he seemed a lot, not, like, way smaller, but he was, like, smaller. And so then he got up, and in his set, he was talking about doing steroids. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I could just tell just, like, because he was like, and that fucking, and he was just, like, so aggravated, like, and like just at the mic, and he was before he was even up yet, and he was just like that bullshit, and it was like that, like yeah, like he was in the parking lot of the Sycamore Tavern wigging out and shit, like and it was just like this dude's like intense, and then like I remember telling him he went up and was just like, like yeah, and he's a cool, he's like a cool guy, he's funny. he looks like this actor that's always that always plays the asshole, so. He's a, he looks like the he literally looks like the guy from um, Shooter McGavin. Okay. He looks just like him. You've probably seen him or seen him at an open mic, yeah. and I'm sure he's been a garage mic and like a bunch of other shit. But oh, Echo, because yeah. I said that's where I seen him I again at Echo. Like the last time I seen him again was at uh, Echo, and that's when he was Echoes on Pico, and he was like, like, yeah, I was on roids, and I was like, oh shit, like, and I was just like, he put he put it out there in his shit, so. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work with a. I don't know. (laughs) It was so bad we needed to get another security guard for like the bathroom because it was just like the party room. It was was just like just like seven dudes, one urinal, one toilet, and a sink. And it's like they're like yeah, Ah!" like loud laughing. And it's just like, I've seen a lot of weird shit in those bathrooms, like those, I didn't see it, but you can tell something weird was going on at certain times. Yeah. I've seen like, one time it's just like, this super like gang, gang affiliated guy, and he's like all tatted up, head, neck. And then there's another guy, he's always there, and you know, he's a gay guy. And then they like, someone's in the bathroom for an like, extreme amount of time where people are knocking. And then they both, the bathroom opens and they both come out. Just those two. Yeah. And they didn't know each other before that. And I was like, and he walked up like, and he was like low-key like sweating. And the other guy's like, and like the little guy's like, I was like, uh, he probably, like the little dude probably offered because he was like that type of guy. Yeah. And like, 
the jail guy was like, oh, yeah, I haven't had any in a while. <laughs> Since I got out, fresh out, what they call me. So I've seen the Coke bathrooms turn into some. tell who's doing like shitty coke because they're like literally running back to the bathroom like every 10 minutes like i i say like one time like we something happened uh like somebody shit on the floor in the bathroom and i was like since like i have to clean and i'm the security and i'm the only security here and it was like i got to work at like eight and it was only like nine nine thirty and i was like you know we got to like two two thirty till we close it everything up so i'm like fuck that since i'm the person that has to clean that shit Fuck it, this bathroom's closed all night. Like that's the point. Says niggas want to. It's a bunch of people in here older than me. Yeah. Says you want to act like kids. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. Says someone gets shit and it's funny. Like they so now shit and piss in the alley like fucking animals. And like so, and they were like, because the girls' bathroom was still open, but you can't go in there. It's just like so they're like, well, we can't. Well, I'm like, no, like you can't just go in the alley. So with that, they were like, that that's where they go to do their coke and shit. So. They literally, I swear, like, it seemed like way, they were, like, every seven minutes. They were just out to, in and out. Same people, pretty much. Like, I'm like, what are you snorting? Fucking, like, baking soda? Just... Yeah, like, you're, they were, it's like, certain people, like, I've not, because I've never done it, but I know people that say, like, yeah, you do one good line, and then we good for, like, a while or some good shit. It's not even coke anymore. It's like cr- this is crank. <laughs> Yo, wow. What does that do though? What is? Does it just make it look like more, or does it? Uh, does that actually have an effect on the high, the laxative? So it's just to stretch it out, literally. Like bloop. That's insane. That's insane. Just some dudes can stretch it out. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because like, uh, yeah, like just makes it stretch it out. Well, my uncle, he takes like these little trips and shit. He goes like Colombia, Philippines, like all these little trips where he can just do get his chicks and dr- drugs and just party sometimes he goes with some of his homies and they just be like it's like some like hangover shit he be like sending pictures like he's like he's like, it's just like he's enjoying his like his 50s and shit he's like still looks like he's in his 30s so he's like it's cool and he goes and does his shit and then he uh he told me he goes because he goes to like Columbia a lot and uh that, he likes that one more like that's like his favorite spot pretty like pretty much to go so he uh he goes over there and uh, he says like I was like you know he could stay in Escobar's house for like about like a thousand bucks and you know they just did that shit he's like it's cool and uh, he's just like all this other stuff so he goes it's coke you know everywhere you get it from the cab driver 
He was like, literally, he goes, like, he goes, I bought some shit from, like, the cab driver that was, like, so pure. Like, he goes, the shit smelled like a plant. Like, he said it smelled like a straight plant. Like, he goes, yeah, he gave it to me. Like, he said, I, he said he got, uh, he said he gave him three bucks. Three bucks for, like, for, like, a gram, more than a gram, just a little bit of And he said he gave him three bucks, and he said, like, it was, he said he could smell, he didn't take it. Insane. And he said he just he said he just he smells it for then he goes like fuck so he said he gets back to his room and he was there for like two weeks maybe like maybe like fifteen sixteen days yeah, so yeah he said he said he literally just like loved it on his gums and would go to the club and he said he said he never even did a line of it because he it was like it's that and he goes like I don't even want to. You just take your numb already. already yeah. Damn. Damn, this ain't no system already. Or holy and you're shit. just lit. Your eyes are just that's that's crazy. But I mean, you look. You're. And you're like, ah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you are fucking beaming. Like, this is plaster. You gotta do it like the movie. <laughs> this ain't shit. You make like you make a angry eye contact with the dealer, like like you look at it, you stick it with your blade, really and then you taste it. And then you're like, this ain't shit. This is garbage. That is fucking funny. It's like, uh, I can't remember what it was. This is garbage. So he's, he goes, I, they got to just do, yeah, they want to, like, it's like when sometimes you go to a shop and it's like trash weed. And you're like, if I'm here and I don't have nothing else to smoke, why would I get it? I can just go to another shop. But then you're like, they have the other shop closed. I can just wait till tomorrow, but I want to smoke. Fuck it, I'll get a gram. Give me two grams of just some whatever that you know isn't, because I'm going to get an eighth or a quarter or something tomorrow. But I heard these two guys were in the, uh, these two dudes were in the bar one night. Shit, this was as recent as, like, when did I, I quit, like, Last year, because the anniversary of me being my one-year anniversary of doing comedy is in, like, a week or so. Like, literally, probably, like, next Thursday. It's, like, whenever the 26th, 25th, probably. So, damn. Yeah. So, I was working last year still before I quit my job. And, uh, you know, to do not to do this. What are you? Wow. Wrong mode. And, uh, so, like, he, like, uh. These dudes one night, this is like early last year, maybe like early like in January after the New Year's, it's still kind of dying. It's building back up because like every for the holiday season, it's not that many people there. And these two dudes come in, like two little like old, not really older, like young, I don't just regular cool little Mexican guys. They were real quiet, and like they weren't regulars, but they were just like. So <clears throat> I'm not even really watching them, but there's not that many people in the bar. 
it's like the 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 owner and his brother they're there you know they're just chilling drinking and a couple other people it's like kind of a dead night and i see them they get up go in the bathroom so i already know they're going to do their shit and they come out and they're sitting at the bar and i can remember like going in maybe to just check the trash or whatever and as I look back, it was like I walked by him, and then I walked back by him, like walking back out, and I looked, and it was like they literally looked like they did the same drugs, but they were like two majorly different effects. Like one dude, he's just, one dude, <laughs> he's sitting there like, and he's like just like, <laughs> like spazzes, dripping, pouring sweat. And the AC is blowing. It's at night. It's not hot. It's January. It's like a Sunday night. And he's like, and he wasn't like, he's been sitting at this bar for like, he's been sitting on his stool for like three hours. They all been chilling. So whatever, they just went to the bathroom and hit. And the other one, I could tell he was like lit, but he, so he just like, he, I look, I'm looking and I'm like, and I look at the other and he just kind of like, he was just like, I'm just, I'm, but you can tell he was gone. Yeah. But the other one was just, and they're like looking at the TVs behind the bar. That's what, and that's so, so I'm, I go back outside of my, on my post, I light a blunt. I was a security nigga, that's my thing. <laughs> I light a blunt outside, it's a slow night. So the owner's brother come out, he like, cool. He's like, he like, yeah, fool, like, man, he was a fool's a super high, homie, like, like, and I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know what they did. He was like, man, them fools doing crank or something. Because he was like, they offered me some. And, like, I was like, I ain't fucking coke. Like, he was like, no, I'm cool. He said they got up and kind of, like, went, oh, I guess on the way to the bathroom and passed by him. Like, like you want to get down? And he was like, no, I'm cool. And they came out, like, they so they sat there the until closing. Right before closing, these dudes are leaving. And as, <laughs> as they walk out, they both came in separate, like, trucks, nice-ass, like, F-150 type, you know, little shits. And as they're walking out, one the one that he's like Frankenstein zombie walk to his truck, and I'm like, these dudes are like gonna take off driving, like maybe I should, cause I'm like, cause it's like they're gonna this, they, neither one, and then the other one he's just like, like it's like I don't know what, <laughs> like he, I don't know what he saw or what that when he got high, that but he was just. Like nervous of everything, he gets in the truck, and then they both sit there for like fifteen minutes in their trucks, and then I just go in, I come back out, and one's just driving in circles in the intersection. He's just going in circles, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And then the other one's just sitting in his truck, like. And then I look. I'm thinking the one that's sitting there, I'm thinking the one in circles is the twitcher. That turns out the one going in circles was the. The, the the zombie like the, the the brain dead one and then the one twitching was like he comes back and goes is it okay if he just parks his truck here and and i'm like he's still just dripping sweat talking to me but i'm like yeah just y'all guys can he says yeah we'll take an uber and i was like yeah i think he <laughs> like like these just like but it just tripped me out that that was the effect but still that the the quiet one that was his brain dead was the one doing just just in the middle of it maybe he was his foot was asleep and he just turned the wheel and he just couldn't turn it back and luckily he didn't fly through somebody's living room because our bar was it was a resident it's in a residential area this it was like a dive bar so it was like the area was a little commercials yeah oh dude all kind i got so many dude so many shootouts and 
fucking shit. I would just close the door so I wouldn't be a witness to shit. Like, I would, I, it was nights where I'd already had the doors closed from a fight. Like, and I've already wrestled out. Because it was, I had to tell dude we need another guard. Because I, I got enough respect where I don't get into it with people. And it was, I knew the people because I lived in that neighborhood too. It's kind of like the same thing with the cop shit, kind of be from the neighborhood they police. Because it's like, a, it's a, I've seen it as just doing say, something, yeah, like, or come from a neighborhood like that. Something. Yeah. Like, you should understand why shit is how it is, how people act a certain way. and yeah. But it's, you see the, I just, I've seen the difference. Just even though security's not police work and not close to it. But it's like, same, it's just an authoritarian, you know, figure. And people show you more respect when they know, oh, yeah, this dude, yeah, he, Oh, he used to coach the you know the little league of up the street, our kids or our grandkids. Or yeah, I smoked with him like a hundred times before he even worked here. Or I used to see him walk to the store next. It's just kind of that, you know what I mean. People relate to you more when they do know you are from their circumstances, or or just still live in it, or you understand it fully. So, but I would see that to to where people would just be certain people. I don't know. You just see certain fights, bar fights. I just, I, it was nights I've seen, I've thrown people out and I've like closed the doors and I would just hear gunshots like 45 minutes later. And I was the only one that heard them because the DJ's like mixing. But I, I had enough smarts to know, I don't, why would I, a fight just broke out in here or outside? They're going to run back in here or they're going to come back in here looking for anybody that was still in that fight. So why would I leave the doors open? On top of we're going to close in a few hours. Or, or an hour or 40. Why keep the door open for 30 minutes and last call is in 15 minutes to let somebody come in here and do some crazy shit and then we all end up hurt or dead or just in jail, something crazy. So I would just shut the doors when shit would get too wild and, and motherfuckers be banging on the door, chicks, even if it was chicks, whoever, like, fuck, I can go look at the camera and, and it'd be times that the DJ's playing and I'd hear, like, distant gunshots. And, but they're like outside, they just sound distant because the DJ and the doors are shut. And I'd like look and like nobody, people in there drunk, high, coked out, dancing. And then I just kind of, just I wouldn't cause a panic. It, like gunshots, you know. <laughs> it just, I just slowly walk to the back and go in the manager's office and check the cameras. And like before I even let him know. Because he's, like, bartending and shit. Or the owner, like, they'd be, sometimes they'd be behind the bar working. So I just slowly, like, check the cameras. And show, and shortly, I seen one of the dudes just pulled up, got out, and was just busting at cars going by. Like, random cars that had nothing to do with whatever happened. And I was like, so I wouldn't tell you, yeah, the dudes were shooting out there. And then the cops come, and I'm not opening the door. Because we don't have to. We're closed, for one. Two, you don't know who's in here. Two, no one's in here. No one you want to talk to, and why do you? It's like there's nothing. We didn't see shit, and the shit I seen, it was like distant video shit. Like you can't, I don't see faces, and like zooming in, and it's it's just weird. Like just that that job of like security, and it gets just knowing how to deal with it. That's it. And it seems like a lot of cops or security guards don't. They get like ahead of themselves, like. Like extra aggressive, we're very. But then I think a lot of that is from like roids. I think if they drug test a lot of cops, I think if they drug test a lot of cops, a lot of these dudes would be out of work. Like a lot of these motherfuckers. Like not and not as far as just for. I'm talking about like some like crazy shit that no one should be taking. 
And, like, so the shit you probably got in a bust and you just kept. <laughs> and you be like, ooh, this is going in a supply locker. You're like, you got your own evidence locker at home. Of course. Of course. I mean, especially you got to think of back in the day. Yeah, of course. Especially when they don't get good weed in those states. Yeah, and they got some there they're like, what, you smell this shit? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, just say we found, he had an ounce on him. And over got three pounds or some shit. They just split it up. Because, like, I mean, why not? Like, why not? Like, you still get to lock somebody up. You get free weed. You get to take, like, possession of, like, what they have. Yeah, and, just, and, then, and then say what they, you can say anything is what they had. You're not really what they actually have, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they want to, they want to still get their money off of them. It just gets deep. <laughs> Security, police, just we just were just all over the fucking place, like like bird shit. We're just everywhere. <laughs> They just call the they actual just police. Talk to them and say, hey, like, get the fuck out. You're going to die. <laughs> they will call them and they'll shoot you. That's crazy. That's what my mom like trying to convince my grandmother 
The Santa was so beautiful. It was just a great place to move and drive. The opportunities for you know, she's just she's literally was just going on because my grandma that kind of believed everything, and she was just trying to make like trying to make it like yeah, I don't have to ask to borrow money. So I'm gonna act like I'm doing all this before I ask to borrow money, and I'm gonna just say stop doing drugs by leaving the room. <laughs> and I'm like, I was just sitting there listening, like, is she fucking serious right now? And I thought I was like, dude, they're like. People that became fighters to get out of that place. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I literally told her that, and she's like, "Well, I mean, my friend said it's the." And I was like, "Well, your friend is like one of the few people that have a great job in trucking, and usually, if that's the case, they become food. They become a target because you're the one person just making so much great money in a city that has like they had like the highest uh, unemployment rate, like." I think in like California, period. Yeah, it's like the biggest city to go bankrupt uh, when you're. That's crazy. When you're uh, pounding your cash and all that. Right. Yeah, all the money. Um, they should do a movie about that shit. I should love that happen. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, I mean, like it was, it was top shit. top ten in like uh, cars racing. Yeah, I remember that. that. like whole communities that were like propped up that like had foreclosure signs like except for maybe a couple houses on the block that's crazy like I went to go visit one of my grandma's friends and she lived on one of those mainstream housing complexes yeah and this was in like maybe 2011 2010 and it was just like eerie because it was like I'm like where the fuck did all these people go like that is they just go sit on the street or something now like some of them maybe just like oh yeah like where are they supposed to go check all right there we go i think my mic was out for a second i hope you got that uh it's talking about stockton stockton's wild damn taking down all these racist statues moving mississippi uh sporting events until they take the flag and change it and with that I'm with that. I just see here, like, uh, ES- uh, ESPN on the bottom, they're saying that uh, Mississippi, like SEC, they're going to stop all the events that they have in Mississippi until the, the state changes the flag. Because it has, like, the Confederate flag in it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's always been. That's not, to me, there's no excuse why that shit is even acceptable. Today. It's never been. None. So stupid. The statues, a lot of them are dumb because a lot of them had like were put up after, way after the like that. Yeah. You're honoring why, dude? They were 
traitors, like literally. These are like people that that's in, it's just insane. It's only five years too. They were only run for like five years. What the the Confederacy. Yeah, like, like some, what the fuck? Like, they, like some legacy was built in five years, and <laughs> slavery lasted this many years. You know what I mean? And that they were just, and they got, they got squashed and smashed and then obliterated <laughs> and bered the reds. Southern pride, Southern like I don't know, like and she she was like a white girl, mm. like she was handsome, blonde, or white chick. Yeah, did she have like the flag? Or? And, and then she so but she had it like it was like folded up in a like a plastic bag, like a like a H and M type bag or something. Okay. In a room, and I seen it one day, and I was just like, I could see it through the bag. Yeah, yeah. I see the stars, and I was like, why the fuck is that bag? Like, why are you even have that? And I was like. But it was weird because, like, all the dudes, like, she banged, and she banged, like, a lot of fucking dudes. But, like... Those type of white guys? No, they were all, like, Mexican gang members. Oh, shit. Like, tattooed, gang, gang, like, hood dudes. All Mexican dudes. Like, I remember seeing it. Like, she fucked a lot of dudes. <laughs> all she fucked with, like, Mexican dudes. Like, that was her type, was, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure she voted for Trump. But I was just... It was just weird. That's, like, weird. Like, I guess people like what they like, but... I don't know, man. That's that's just wild, that's man. That's strange. That always was like that. Yeah, that was that was always a strange one. Never made a lot of sense to me. It's like, man, you're like the the, the second place in a two man race. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> fucking losers. Like, by definition, <laughs> like, I don't know. That's that's just wild. That's so wild. Yeah, there's a a college, Clemson, in South Carolina. They have a statue in a dorm named after, like, John C. Calhoun. Or, like, a building. Not even a dorm. It was, like, a building. Yeah. So, they're, like... Uh, and then they allow blacks to, like, start coming there more. Because, like, in some way, there's sometimes it's not that... It's almost, like, the only way you really get in is you play in a school. Yeah. Like, they're not just letting you go there. So, right, so DeAndre Hopkins was uh, a dude who played there, and they was talking about how he never talks, he never mentions his uh, uh, college. He always talks about his high school because of that. Yeah, like, that's the reason why. Like, I don't know if it was, like, common knowledge before, but he kind of, like, clarified it pretty much. Um, So, yeah. Fucking wild, bro. That shit's wild. Yo, and like England, they just restarted like soccer, playing soccer. Hey. <laughs> I was like, it was already playing. June. Hey, good job. <laughs> um, you said Clemson? Yeah, Clemson University. Uh, but, uh, in. You know, in Europe, they have, like, real bad problems with that shit, right? Like, oh, at soccer games, they'd be, like, doing... Hooligans. They'd be, say, like, doing monkey noises, yeah. t- throwing bananas and yeah. shit. I'm like, this yeah. fucking dis- disrespectful-ass racist shit. Like, fucking, uh... 
in England and like a lot of the countries are doing like uh they have like a whole bunch of Black Lives Matter like like on their name instead of the names this is Black Lives Matter like on the jerseys and stuff like that they all took like a knee for like ten seconds uh at the beginning of the game uh for kickoff like everybody in England the last couple of days so so they yeah Joshua I saw yeah he was there. Yeah. It's so wild. It's like people in other countries. Do you freaking uh yeah Izzy, yeah. down in uh New yeah, Zealand? Man. He had a long ass speech and shit. He had a couple like good speeches recently. And then bone here's bones as marching with like fucking yep. the Confederacy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like, like making sure you protest like good boys and shit. Like get the fuck out of here. Dude. It's fucking wild. That shit was trash. That shit really like yeah. I already don't like him. I don't respect him. I, honestly, I don't respect he he tainted his own shit to uh, So bad. Uh man. Dana said it perfectly. You did a good job of tarnishing you. Yeah. Like I didn't tarnish you. Like but that dude is like his legacy is like whatever he made it, and you put the taint on all of it. Mm-hmm. So, to, like to do that was just an extra. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like that was so that was it so was just wild. weird. Like that was so wild. And then to, I, like honestly, not see him but, looking like a little militia and yeah, shit. And then I was thinking like just in that video, I was like at a certain point, I was like, I wonder if like what if like one of those dudes like he was trying to take the can from would have just hit him with like a lock in his head. Like, you know, yeah, like, dudes man. fight those type of dudes. It's like, not just Antifa, all those anarchists and motherfuckers yeah, out there. because it, it got kind of co-opted like that. by, like, people. When all type of down, motherfuckers. shit gets co-opted. Yeah, it's everybody. It. It's not just Antifa. Because what, they're trying Most to, like, Most of the people doing the damage that were, like, not Black Lives Matter they protesters. They, they I don't were, even think they were in. They're trying to, to me, what I see, they're trying to, like, they're trying to turn Antifa into this terrorist group because they are the people that show up and beat the fuck out of the terrorist groups. Yeah. That that somehow aren't classified as terrorist groups, but Antifa can be all of a sudden a, a terrorist group. That doesn't right. make sense to me. Like the people, so you telling me the people that show up and beat up the people that like are screaming fuck blacks and Jews and gays, that and they show up and they got bats. And they're saying, they're saying F all these other people. And then when people show up and actually kick their ass, they're bad. Like all the statistics say that like all the, the biggest terrorist threats are all domestic terrorists. Yeah. It's all them motherfuckers. Yeah. Too, so that's just like so to me, that's like. Majority of the time. That shows you like the, the bullshit of like a lot of the. I just don't understand that. That's one thing that kind of throws me off. Like how quick they are. Like we're going to classify. They don't even have a media Sorry, they tried to like you tell they tried to fake it like oh they busted some Antifa group yeah and then they turned on Facebook but then it turned out it was like, like infiltrated Antifa yeah it was like it was really it was just ran by it was a KKK group and they had just put like Antifa made it like it was an Antifa group as the name and they're like Antifa has no like social media presence at all they don't post shit they don't say shit yeah they just show up when it's dickheads out doing fuck shit <laughs> and then they turn up and give them that same energy but they don't they don't i've never seen them show up and just start breaking windows and setting shit on fire they show up and whoop ass so. sometimes that's like the government itself yeah. like oh, doing planting like they uh, already been busted what do they what do they call them uh agent provocateurs yeah yeah, people who come like with the intention of uh, like making shit go yeah, wild. Been busted, like hundreds of them have been caught doing it since this shit started. Did you see the the video of the guy who was like passing out like uh, rocks? Uh, 
rocks and then also the dude passing out like bills and shit like hey go start shit go start shit go start shit like or like people were throwing shit and he'd give them bills and stuff like it was some like white dude like talking to kids and stuff like that's smart i mean that's all the all the rocks and all the the bricks and stuff they've been laying around cities and shit freaking i just looked at it i look at it like wow it's it, it just gets oh no at a certain point it's like you want another beer Oh yeah, shit. Let me get fucked up. I got something in here, but I'll take one. Yeah, I'll tell you, I got like this is less than half. Just like that, and then I don't know. It's just all this. It's just so many dumb. I don't know. Like I said, we can. It's, this shit just stretches over every topic, so that's why we can keep <laughs> jumping back to it. Cause that's it. That's the theme of the world right now. It's not even the theme of the city or the state or America. It's literally the theme of the world. Man, but how it got to that? Just seeing John Jones out there, like, yeah, we was a great night. No one broke windows. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, it ain't that we just want to break windows. It's just, who the fuck are you? You you hit a fucking, you know what the fuck all this dude, this, re, this dude's resume not in the ring. Right. And none of it's been good. Like, right. So It's kind of been a fuckboy the whole time. Yeah, and then for to be like this high, this righteous, I'm bigger and better, and you shouldn't be doing this, and I'm going to stop you from doing it. Like, that's just weird. When he's, like, been a man that hasn't been stayed true to his word and been, like, you know. You know, he past drug tests. Yeah. And it's not, like, bad. Talking about Jesus and stuff yeah. like that when you're out there partying, doing cults party and, and stuff. Partying quotes, uh, Jesus quotes and shit, like, or Bible quotes tattooed all on you. And that's, like, just, it's, like, and that's kind of the gist with a lot of, like, Christian Christians and Christianity, I mean, look at preachers doing weird shit to kids and pastors and priests and all this weird shit. But I don't, it's just, that's, I just looked at that like, what the fuck, this dude is like, that's some bullshit. It just wasn't cool just to see that. Like, and you see people like Izzy, the same people he tries to talk shit Mm -hmm. about every time he can. They're out there literally shedding tears with protesters and talking to protesters, hugging people. And Joshua out there injured. Leg like in a thing, but still out there in the rain talking to people, mm. and you out there marching with like no one that looks like you, <laughs> or knowing that none of those dudes that experienced those same guys in like fatigues and shit. Yeah, yeah, with their faces covered, like, but uh, that's, that's just to me like the bullshit. But I think that's what in that the whole media shit, that whole Antifa movement, they're trying to like turn it to, they're they're literally trying to turn us, meaning black people against antifa so they can fully like say fuck antifa it's like see they show up to help you then they go oh look no they're not helping you they're making it worse how are you telling me how what's worse for me when i'm already living in the shit that's worse yeah that's the weird part how the fuck are you how is como like on cnn telling me they're just messing it up for you to who you the person that's not you like specifically but just that from that type of 
it's just weird that like that mindset of like the so the people that show up and knock the fuck out of people with that that are doing Nazi salutes, yeah, wearing Nazi boots and talking about die and go back to Africa, go back to Mexico, purification shit, yeah, like, to, to yeah. blood and soil, yeah, all that kind and of all stuff. that weird shit, running over people in cars and shit. When you when they finally get somebody to show up, like you ain't gonna bully these motherfuckers, and they show up and start cracking their shit with baseball bats and crowbars, mm-hmm. like it's a, a 1990 video yeah, game, yeah, and they, and they be like. Rolling, the rolling around, storming around, and like with ARs and like uh, AKs and shit like that all the time, like and and don't get no police like violence Nothing. and presence. Yeah, they they'll let, like them, that, they'll yeah. let them walk off. They let the they let they march with the KKK sometimes, and it, it's like it's weird because they still say they're not marching with them; they're protecting them. That ain't what it looked like, and that's not we can tell that's not what it is. You out there walking with them dudes. Like what they they probably got guns under their damn robes anyway, so they don't need no damn protection. We the niggas we, that need protection from them. Right. That's the weird part. Like <laughs> it's, it's like strange, like the like the logic that no one uses when they look at this, and then they then they oh what about black on black crime and other crime? Well, when motherfuckers do that, they get penalized and go to fucking prison forever. <coughs> Like, that's the point. That's just it. And nothing happens when motherfuckers shoot an unarmed person in the back of the head and then lie about why they shot him, lie about what they had on him, plant shit on They literally commit crimes mm-hmm. to cover up committing a crime Yeah, and still get off. That's why motherfuckers are in the street burning shit down. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of people that are opportunists that's going, so what? That's, that's what I just don't understand. People try to really, like, understand. I don't understand this riot. That's this to me. That's this whole era. That's, that's like yeah, the, that's, that's just this era, a riot in this era. That's what right. You, you right. get the people that are fed up, and then the people that are. Well, I mean, I'm fed up too, but don't do it like that. Uh, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's every other single way that they point to is always ways that have led to like negative consequences. Or, everybody or like no change, right? They're always or a lot of people say like jail. everyone says to be like MLK, and that motherfucker got clapped by FBI. Exactly. <laughs> like, Cointel like, Pro, like got freaking set up by people who yeah. around them. And so it's like no matter what you do, they're going to still set you up and hurt you, kill you, take you out the picture, period. But at some point, it's like, I don't know, it just seems fishy. And now people, all, everybody sees it, what it is. Everybody's been saw what it was, but seeing, I guess, the video, the George Floyd shit just killed people's like, oh, well, you can't say like that. It's just like, but it's been a hundred videos like that. Yeah, like, like the names years. and everybody is just. Yeah, I've seen long. shit like that, and with my eyes on streets around here, around the corner, two uh, miles up, uh, ten miles away. Like that shit's not fucking new, but somehow everyone's so uh, like George Floyd. Oh, it's like, real, man. Yeah, I've, I've at me being Mexican, I've experienced it myself because I'm light skinned and I can pass. So like. That's like, yeah. uh, I don't get a lot of shit. And like, I can like honestly attest like the couple times that I, I've gotten pulled over, I think the three times that I've been, uh, you know, I had to talk to the police or have gotten like cuffed or whatever. Have Two of them were with, uh, 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 two of my black homies. And then one of them was with like dark skinned Filipino homie. <laughs> so I was like, like, and I didn't really think of this until recently. I was just like, damn, that's fucking another level mm-hmm. to it. Like, that's like, God, like everybody was of color. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, <laughs> they're all of color. I low key got away one time just because the other cop was black and the other cop was Mexican. And it was, I was like, oh, okay, it's me. <laughs> I was like, all right. Like, 
and we they were looking for like people who were like had some heavy shit on them because they were like patrolling the streets mm. one time. So, um, yeah, that was another story. That's another story for another day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just were out on the prowl. Like, I was at a party. Yeah, it was bullshit. Yeah, we've all like been in our like shits and cops and bullshit. And yeah, it's just the world is like I guess somehow offended now, so they all they want to make their changes. So that's I guess that's good. But the thing is too is because nobody has anything else to distract them with it. Cause, yeah, that too. Yeah, everybody's fed up, which is kind of and everybody's into, just on their phone like on social media all day anyway. So now, it's kind of so. leads into a lot of the shit. Just seems a lot like put together or like everything just back to back happening. Like like it just seems like this. And everybody plan. every nobody has a job to get, go to no, right nothing. now too. It's so like, like people's jobs are to go protest right now. It's like they made like a like, wasteland and then they like let's see how they thrive in this wasteland now. Yeah. It's like just we're in a new phase of like I think world. it's more it's just, just unfortunate timing than it is like actual planning of things because this is fucking up other countries way worse than the US too. Yeah, like oh, and sure. we just don't see it. They don't show that shit on our on our news. In, in proportion, like Mexico is looking pretty bad right now. And like it's not necessarily the number of COVID cases or deaths via COVID. It's the deaths economy. the deaths from this year versus the last year. Oh. So that's how they like unreported deaths. A lot of them come and like they're like, oh, we think they were just no, had pneumonia or something like that. Because uh, it's like people who are older, typically. Yeah, so so you think like, oh, it might have been a natural thing, but then it's probably could be related to it, too. But then it's so, like, that's the thing of like how many people die. How many more people? How many more people are dying now than last and year? Then like how, you have to think, OK, if you know how many people I know that died. OK, if I met new one person that died and it's like, damn, right, maybe if they'd have died anyway and they were this, that, this. And then you look at, okay, seven motherfuckers I know just died. Okay, that was all COVID. Like, had to wasn't nobody getting shot and, or killed. It was, it was, that was it. So, but it just, uh. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I do, I did see that they did rule out the fact that it, it came from uh, the market. They say that that was just this, what they call a super spreader event. Just like a uh, somebody had it and just gave it to a bunch of people because they were just in that area and they're at the market. It didn't come from the bat. Yeah, no one ever, no one ever believed that shit. So honestly, no one believed that shit. This shit was a. You I, think I, it came? You think came from the lab? I, I had a theory that it was just a weapon that uh, China used on the protesters. Their own, their own people. They use it. That's why they made all the camera people leave, like before it got. You remember, like when all the protests was there and shit was getting crazy and crazier and crazy. Like in Hong Kong. Yeah, and then they start blowing dudes' heads off and shit. And then they made, then they made all the non, all the camera people pretty much. They sent all the like mostly American camera, like they all had to leave. And then maybe from that point on, that's when everything just kind of. So I think that might have been some shit. That they like used to just say fuck y'all protests, y'all doing too much, and it's getting out of hand. And if they didn't expect that it was gonna do what it did, then it got out of hand for them. Like oh fuck, because notice none of their politicians got it. Yeah. Not one of their politicians had it. Not one of our politicians have it. Real. Uh, Paul. Paul did. Which one, Ron Paul? The, the younger, Paul? the younger one. The son, Ron yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. And that's if he really, you know. Yeah. That's what they. But no, because like I said, I've yet to see a celebrity see like go through it how these other people did and die there's all these celebrities get it and they just do videos uh, i don't feel good y'all but i'm here that's most people that get it though too though 
Yeah. But then, yeah. then there's a point where you see all. But that's what I'm saying. Out of all of the famous people we've seen get it, it was just no point. We heard they were sick, but it was no point where you saw them. And then even if they, we heard they were sick, they were back, and you seen them, and they were fine. All of them, like none of them got sick. It just doesn't make sense out of all uh, out of a one lane of life. So out of every lane, someone died out of almost every lane of life. Old people especially, younger people, people in their forties still died from it. All these people died from it. But it seems like in the act, even a rapper, Fred the Godson, died from it. Right. So right. and I'm sure there's actors that died, but like, but there's it just seems like all these famous megastars that came out and said they had it, none of them died. That's and that's like that that math doesn't add up to for me through all those other lanes of life of just yeah who knows man i mean it's not saying it is yeah. fake not, not saying no shit like that that it's not real because it's a disease of course but it just seems like some really orchestrated shit and that's why you can and they can do it again whenever they want and, and people will drop you know or people will get sick or whoever's it's just weird there's no way that people can be around all these other people and all these people sick die and it shit just doesn't well, like I said, a super spreader. How is there where's our super spreaders? Uh, like it's just kinda like who's our we all would know one. Yeah, I mean We all were one. If we're <laughs> all comedians, we're doing shows every night, seven I mean, me myself, six nights a week I was out doing an open mic or right. a book show. Right. Shaking hands, smoking blunts with people. Right. Chilling and doing all this shit and during right up until the day before the lockdown, the shutdown, not the lockdown, just the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before, like a week before the quarantine, we were all out, and then we're all around each other. We're all around people bigger than us doing way bigger shows and bigger mm -hmm. rooms than we do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where are those sick? Where are all these dead comedians? Where are all these sick yeah, ass comedians? I don't that's know. where you. That's the point. Like, there would be a bunch of sick open micers. I think. At, I think at that point it hadn't hit and spread to certain places because I think it had been kind of contained in certain places. But that's still when Because it had point, still had only come in from people who had been to Italy or people who had been to China. But then at that point they were still mean? saying, well, just limit it to 150, 150 people in a room. Then like that, by the next day it was like 100. Yeah. Then it dropped to like 50. Then, then, it was it, like or then it was like 20. Then it was like 10. Then it yeah. was just like, that's when the next day they were like, no, nothing, nothing. just close everything. It was like, why would you just say that? Quick. It just it happened in a day, yeah. like literally a day and a half, and that shit was just this. We're in a new world, like literally, like mask, uh, no tissue, or no water, no Clorox, uh, fucking no traffic, <laughs> no yeah. jobs. Just... Yeah, man. I mean, the health of people are more important than like the health of an economy, hundred yeah. percent. So, like, um. I understand that. I, I would also understand that, like, uh, people being mad after the fact, if we look back on it and say we overreacted. But I would rather be safe than sorry, too, because, uh, you know, it was just so new, and people just it's just like didn't know. Like, we're learning shit by the day. Like how they're saying now that if you're asymptomatic, the chances of you spreading it are super low. Yeah, you can't. They said at first, low-key, they said you can't pretty much. Yeah. Almost like, oh, they're not like the ones that can spread it. But you've been telling, it's like, this is, and it, that, so we're it learning fuels shit, more, like, but it fuels more into why I feel they're lying. 
of, yeah. of okay, if you so you were telling it's like telling the person because it's like the person like me that's thinking, and I'm going okay. Well, if I'm not sick, it's like they go. We have to think like he's thinking. So if I'm going there, if I'm looking at the news and they're going, everyone's sick. And the I other go, thing that people aren't talking about though is like. The lot, the majority of the people who are getting super sick and getting like, uh, uh, you know, deathly ill are the people who are like not in good shape. That too. They're just they they don't they're not in good shape in general. So like, if anything that's like anything out of the ordinary is gonna come and get you, like it it could take you out. So, like that's another uh, thing people don't want to bring up too is just have their own personal health because some people don't want to. fat shame and all that shit too you know what i mean there's like a, l- a little segment of that i feel like yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like people don't want to call people out of like yo man you need to like be healthier but because everybody has their own vices i ain't the healthiest person ever yeah. i try to be though now more than ever because there's like they're saying like having like vitamin c and vitamin d yeah, are like also like your immune system yeah zinc. And your immune That's system, my uncle yeah. Been on, he was using. I was taking the shit he had. He was like, yeah. you could take some I'm multivitamins. Like, so, but it's it's just stuff like that. And why people who had posts like that, their their pages and posts got taken down. When they were saying that's all they were saying, yeah. and so that it's, it's that's the orchestration shit I see. Rogan that makes a, me look at it like, what the fuck is going on? Because it yeah. just doesn't. Rogan had a good. Uh, uh, I saw got a couple go, uh, good clips when uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. I don't know if you've heard Sounds her. Familiar. Yeah, she's been on his. Uh, I don't know if I see her. She's been on uh, his show a couple times. It's like this, like brunette chick with like a ponytail. Um, uh, she's pretty smart though. Um, she was talking about how she was looking into the different cases and how it's uh, disproportionately affected people of color. They say. Yeah. Um, she was saying she thinks a big percentage of that is probably because of uh, vitamin D deficiency. And generally, in people, people have a lot of people today have vitamin D deficiency because they're not out in the sun and they're not getting it from their diet as much as they need to. Uh, but she was saying that um, what happens is if you're uh, lighter skinned, your body is naturally more easy, easier, e- easier to take it in. Melanin. Right. So if you have melanin, it blocks it, so you can be out in the sun more. So it's like a give and take, right? So uh, they were saying that, like, because of that and because people stay inside and because we've been inside now, people uh, are more susceptible to it once it starts spreading. So um, she said there was different cases in different countries that kind of made, like, you know, gave, you know, credence to that. Like, people should be, you know, concerned about their vitamin D levels. Um, One of them was there was, like, in Sweden. They have a big Somalian like population that like of immigrants that live over there, and there was a lot of them were getting like uh, ransacked. They were getting sick like crazy, and they did all their tests and their levels, and they were like their vitamin D levels were super down, and they were like, "Damn, um, you know, there's a possible link." And so that was like one of the things that I was just like trying to be cautious, like you know, cognizant of, and like little stuff like that. and like, then you can still drink you can milk. St- you can still do whatever. Yeah, and I still. And they say a lot, I but then a lot of black people too. are lactose intolerant. That's yeah. yeah but it's weird because I've never. I've yeah. had it's it's strange because I've had like points where I will drink some milk and it'll fuck me up. And then, uh-huh. it's, but as a kid growing up, I would used to be in front of the yeah. refrigerator with the gallon just right. chugging it. Right. And I never had like I've been had the time when it fucks my stuff. I eat ice cream. Right. I eat ice cream before I came over here. So if I was like so solid, I'd be like, "Where's your bathroom, bro?" Right. Yeah. Or just sitting here like farting out. and shit. Yeah. Uh, now, so it's. I think I don't know. I think maybe it's just certain 
people, certain things don't apply to everybody. That's true too. It's a, everything's you know, on a scale too. Like, exactly. Like, everything's like maybe more more chances of something happening than not. But like, yeah, it's freaking Gronkowski over that here. That shit's hilarious. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that was just like one thing that they that kind of had brought up. And also like uh, the thing that everybody just bring it up, including like in the protests and stuff, is just the fact that like, uh, uh. The health sector in America is not like evenly distributed for people, uh, mostly because it's just like uh, race and class mixed with each other too. You yeah. know what I mean? So like people can't afford health insurance, and that majority of the people who are poor tend to, uh, like percentage wise, it'd be more people of color than <laughs> than not. So it's like, all right, so that so then like people who get sick can't get access to shit. You know? That's true. So like that's part of it too. So I'm like, all right, there's like different parts of this this equation who knows who the fuck knows we're gonna look back on this shit and like have so many more answers so yeah, it's yeah. like I, I just feel like I said I, I, th- I just I think know. I don't not that I, I think anything's know. fake I, it's yeah. just about I think just the the motions don't look a lot of shit doesn't look right a lot of shit doesn't add up and then like it just seems like they went out their way to like mm-hmm. to go for like the thinker that thinks it overthinks and they go like cause you're like wait a minute well if this person doesn't have it, that person doesn't have it, and they're the ones that are susceptible to it, and I'm like the asymptomatic person, how, and they still don't have it. Mm-hmm. Then I can go out, then they go, well, you can still then it'll, but you should wait. It, it can take 17 days to jump, so you yeah. should wait two weeks. And you're like, <sighs> so then, I mean, of course, you got to sit for two weeks, and right. a lot of people couldn't, and at some point, then they have to think, well, maybe she is getting sick or they're getting sick. Right. And then it's like it's like they went out their way to kind of cover those bases. That's what it seems like. And then even when they gave you the gold, oh, we're going to push it back another few. Oh, this many people are going to get it and die, and it wasn't even close to that number. Now they're like, we're at 115,000 dead. Yeah. You said 130. Then they went up the next day to 230,000 people were going to die within two weeks. They said that. They were pushing that number. Even Trump addressed it when he was like, yeah, it's going to be a tough two weeks. And it was like everybody was all nervous. And they literally had people thinking like just a gang of people, a quarter of a million people were going to die in the next two weeks. And it wasn't even close to that number. Mm. So then that shows like then it was like the fear of, okay, these next, it was like they kept using that two-week shit. If you listen, if you look yeah. at all the numbers and every time they told us something, it kept pushing it, it back. was a, and it would be two weeks. Well, we would always be attached to it. It can live on the surface for up to 17 days. It can live in uh, you can be asymptomatic for 17 days. Everything was like 14 to 18 days. <laughs> and then it was like, OK, just another two weeks for the quarantine. Oh, uh, maybe another, it was just seems like it was just so much. It just I think seems, it was just it's cautious. It was, it was a lot of guessing because people were just didn't know. It's a lot of cautionary I think it was that. shit. That and I feel that better Which got taken sorry. as what, I think that got taken as like law versus it was of, like versus yeah. was like we have no idea. Let's be the most cautious. It's like, a lot of safe, better safe than sorry shit. But then when I it's do like, agree though, it's frustrating when like the fucking they're like, I right, it'll be like two to four weeks and then that happens and, and then it's, it's like, like oh, we'll push it back another month and, and then it's like another month and it's like, shit and it's like, like UFC mm-hmm. and it's like these dudes are literally beating blood out of each other like rolling around on the ground <laughs> they're around training camps they go back after the fight you know they're like really not probably social distancing when they're with their training people like they're back to normal like like the rest of a lot of people yeah. and then it gets to the, but no one's no one's how many UFC fighters have dropped dead 
Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Like, we really, it's like just strange of like. That's like a small percentage of the population, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah. NBA, how many, I know a few NBA players, like. They've gotten it. For yeah, sure. like. Kevin Durant got it. Yeah, the whole Utah yeah. Jazz got it. Like, a the entire, no, yeah. they, I think, like, the, they said the entire, like, team had it. For sure, a couple players, I know, but, like, I don't remember if everybody. Was, I had one the, point, Lakers was, had, the Lakers had a couple players that got it. Because they said well, it was, like, the first two days it was yeah. one player, then it was, like, three players. And yeah. then they said, like, the whole, pretty much the the whole team in Utah. It just it. spread the whole league. Though. Like, like, exactly. Yeah. But where's these? where's the dead players? At some point, someone has, no matter how good a shape they're all in, that per, that's what percentages is. That's what, like, numbers, it has to be one out of – yeah. That couple thousand, and it just seemed like everyone that was protected or had enough status of something. Well, for the health uh, of everybody, I hope that just is the status quo, and that shit doesn't have. Continue, oh yeah, I feel you. So I don't. Yeah, I'm like I said, these are all just random thoughts I have. I saw Dr. Fauci giving some shit today, talking about MLB shouldn't go past October because uh, of the season, because uh, they think it's gonna get worse once it gets cold again, because. It's been getting hot and warm. Well, like the regular flu season gets the yeah. same shit. It just and that'll pick up back. It'll pick back up then. So that's why he was saying that. Like he also was saying that the NFL, he doesn't think the NFL should play unless they keep everybody in a bubble. I'm like, that'd be tough. That's a lot of dudes. Yeah, that's a lot of dudes on each team. It's and just the trainers and everybody like the I like it. coaches. I see, no, I agree with that. If it's because this is a, if it's as serious it is, as it is. Fuck sports right now. Right. As much as I love this sh- watching all this shit, fuck it. It's too hard right. to get it. Impossible. Oh. <laughs> Where are we on? Um, oh, just me conspiracy with Eddie Bravo. Oh, we're just Bravo. I was Bravo about uh, COVID. That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Any other? Fun? All right. <laughs> we took a, a two second break, yeah. and that's how spa- spacey we're getting right now. We're getting. Just out here yeah. letting, letting out these random thoughts, rapid fire. It is it is wild though, seeing certain places get hit and other places not. And like, what's up? Right next to them. Yeah. None of the politicians there getting it. That are all that are all the symptomatic type people that would die from it. In Mexico, that is like actually happening. See like, exactly, yeah. and look how, but look who, yeah. look how the world looks at. Mexico, you see, it's like the yeah. places they treat. Look how they're trying to turn it to a. It's like they turned yeah. into a brown disease. That's what I, heard, I forgot. What comedian said that? Yeah, like Godfrey or somebody said that. Like it's almost uh, <laughs> like they're making it like where people will be scared of us to even come around us now because they're how the news is like. You know, these black and brown communities are more susceptible to it. Yeah, and black and brown. They just they keep pushing that narrative yeah. now. But at still, I knew no black people with it. Still, I don't know none that. I mean, I'm sure I'm not saying that no black person has died from this, right? But I still don't know one like personally. Like, I don't know Fred the guy's son, you know, and he was a big out of shape, right? Very had bad health already, had issues with his shit. So, yeah, it's like that's the point of like exactly. So, it's just the point of like this is on it's. Like I don't, it's we and, and we're all no, no one knows. We're in an enigma right now. That's this is like, like so much, and it, so this like, isn't like. But I just feel like to me, this is I can make more sense of this of what I'm saying than the shit I hear and see. Yeah, nightly for the last three and a half, four months, it none of it makes sense, especially when they come on 
three days later and say some shit that totally contradicts. And it's it's a difference of okay, not knowing and learning more later. Right. But it's I can you can see it's not that. It's They're not just pushing like, that though. It's not and that. like it's depending like, on which news you're getting, you get exactly. different messages. Of and it's like I just like, and I don't really watch my uncle like he's uh, and my grandma and I flip you know flip channels for here yeah. and there and I just listen. I'll hear it. and I'll be like. I like. I just see. I like. Before we wrap this up, I, I heard the the coldest shit. So you know the guy that shot uh, Rashad, uh, the cop that had being charged. Yeah. And they said he'd be in charge because one, he shot him and he didn't need to shoot him. Right. And two, he like caked him when he was like he was like rich and kind of stood like on him. Mm-hmm. And I heard this like random. Like I said, this is like who they pedal to. My grandma has her little radio, so she listens to, like ABC. Like who the fuck listens to? <laughs> K-A-B-C, like, radio, and these, like, racist, old, like, yeah. people that can only get on AM radio. They, yeah. they they don't even realize I can be on YouTube and it's free. Like, right. like they're like, I'm waiting for YouTube to call me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they don't know. Like, dude, you have a YouTube if you have an email, <laughs> bro. Just upload. But So I listened to these guys, and last night I'm giving her, like, her night, her medicine, her night meds and shit. And her radio's going, and I hear this guy. I forgot. I don't even want to say. I don't even know his name to say it. And uh, he says, "Well, I mean, and you know, now they want to. They're talking about the death penalty for this guy, and they're just giving him the death penalty, or because he supposedly kicked him. How do you know he wasn't checking to see if he was still alive or still like? And I'm like, the fact that this fucker would even." Get like the what you're trying yeah. to really you're trying you're fishing you're reaching and that's what's that's the right. racism problem that you're and to me that's the bigger problem than the guy that puts on the sheet because yeah. at least the guy that puts on the sheet he's literally telling you fuck what you yeah. look at me you see me yeah. and Loki you respect that like that's like a gangbanger that walks around with a rag on his neck or hanging out of his left or right pocket and he's walking through another person's hood you like that this is crazy like but he right. he with the shits. It's like a, it's a, you have to give it up to that person. So it's more than the person that's like, oh, yeah, you're my best friend. Yeah. And he really, I hate all blacks. I hate them. Yeah. yeah I wish they need them. It's just so. People get nervous around. Yeah. People. It, it, it's, it's, you it's, notice it. I notice yeah, it. You, see you notice like, it in people in different. They fields. get shook. Like yeah. halfway crooks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> or like. People will talk to me, and then I'll talk to like everybody, and then they'll kind of see different people I talk to, and they're kind of like, they're like, they'll look at me like this, like, and just like, 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 I'm not about to slap you or some shit, like what it's, and why, it's just that's and, like, a programming. Why do you trust me better than other people? Like, that's like a programming, like, and it's like certain yeah. people don't, and that's a part of the racism, yeah. and it's people that don't realize they're part of that. Then that's why kind of racism won't go away because it's not that they're like, I hate you, and I want to see you hang from a tree. It's just. I just don't understand what, you know, what I, what I, how I'm acting and how it makes others react, and then it just causes a bigger scene. And it's, but just to just to hear that guy say he says they kicked him to see if he was alive, and maybe to see if he still had a weapon or, and I'm just like some bullshit. Like you, I can tell you vote with the police unions and shit. Like that's. And there's nothing wrong. We do need police. There's no one saying get rid of them and forever. It's just get rid of the bad motherfuckers and make it hard for bad motherfuckers to get jobs. Yeah. Make it hard when they do shit. You fucking, you don't have a job no more. You can't get another job. You can lo- You can probably work at Taco Bell. 
that's what, like you. That's how you well, have how to really. How come it takes eight years for somebody to become like a uh, practicing law, but it takes yeah. like six months for somebody to apply law? Yeah, like, and how does that, it takes how like does three that... months, I think, for the academy. Some, sometimes it's three, only like yeah. three months, and you on the street. Yeah, like, I think like three months you'll be like, uh, what do they call like probationary? Or something like some shit you shouldn't be walking around trying to like act like you can tell people Stupid. what to do know. when you're supposed to be there for just certain reasons and. It's just I think everyone's out of hand. Anytime that's the thing. We all that's what that's what human nature is. People get power and What do you think about the whole defund the police movement? I, I, I mean, I think it's you can defund a lot of shit. They can be one of them. I'm like I'm not against it, but yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, they get money, a lot of money they shouldn't have and especially like with to buy shit to use it, against yeah. us. Yeah, the that's the point of so that's yeah. yeah, you should be defunded if you're buying shit to literally hurt people that you're supposed to be protect the shit that's on the side of your fucking car right. that says protect and serve <laughs> and you're all you're doing is really being like assholes to white, black and everybody, isn't it? Cause it is, but it's still when people throw that all lives and it's like it's like okay, that's not all lives. They're they're not being taken at the same rate. Yeah, they will yeah. kill a white motherfucker. They will kill a Mexican yeah. person. Or they kill like it's like it's like they enjoy killing black people. Yeah, and I on see. top of it, get rewarded so they like seek it out. They you know it's and yeah the they do kill. Like prove it, yeah, so. It's, so it's no one saying so that's why when people get pissed, you hear like all lives. Right? Like fuck here, and I don't. That don't mean shit because it's not. It just doesn't apply. So when they say defund. And all it's like, yeah, take some shit away, but take some shit away from fucking. Uh, I mean, you can take shit. Hollywood makes movies, $140 million movies that make back a billion dollars. And what's, I mean, does someone see anything or other than the actors? What about the neighborhood they shot that shit in? Because there's hundreds of thousands of movies that have been shot on streets I grew up on, still live on, uh, lived, uh, still walk down. Right. Streets I've seen people I know die on. Right. Like, I've literally. Seen shoot across the street from me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've, I've seen people when I lived around the corner. I've seen multiple. I've walked from a house on the fucking corner on, on Central. Uh-huh. And literally, by the time I was like, all right, y'all, we smoke. By the time I get five houses down to my gate, I hear gunshots at the porch I was just sitting on. So, like... It's wild. Yeah, yeah. that's... that's like So, for some people, it shouldn't be normal, but that is. You uh, you adapt to that shit. Out here. Yeah, like, like you react it. to it, but you you don't react like most people. Like, like if I had an ex from Jersey and she came out here on New Year's, mm-hmm. it's like she got out here New Year's Day, so, like, at night we was chilling, smoking, yes. and, like, it was we were, like, Long Beach, it was busting. You could, she was like... And I, it was like New Year's. So I, then I was like, she was like, "What the fuck?" Like she was yeah. shook. Yeah. And I was like, "It's new. That's what they do on they shoot. Like don't they do that?" And she was like, "She was like, they just don't do that in Jersey. Like they <laughs> shoot guns on New Year. She said like, people just be shooting at each other. They don't just shoot." She was like, she was like tripping so out. But I guess it was just yeah. so. That's something I've heard since I was born in the eighties. Like, and yeah. it was way worse yeah. in the fucking eighties. So where they used to have to do commercials about don't do that shit. I know my dad used to always be like super anti like people doing that. Yeah, shit. Like, people are so dumb. They just shoot it up in the air because they don't realize that shit comes down. Yeah, on people I, I mean, I knew people had like like family members that would go out and like literally be like three of them, like some brothers or uncle, and they shotgun, AK, and yeah. forty five, and they just ready. Fuck, and they. But I'm like, like, what kind of shit is And they just letting off like crazy, just letting off into the sky. 
Like, are you shooting in a direction? Like, like for no reason. Yeah, what is that? Who did you yeah. hurt, Mame? Who did you hurt? <laughs> who hurt you? Though. Who hurt you to do some shit like that? So all the the rooftops and cars, car windows that got broken because of shit like that. Yeah. When they come down. Kids sleeping in a baby carried uh, baby cribs. Yeah, who knows, man? Who the fuck? It's just so man? I don't know. Like I said, it's. It's human nature to do like crazy shit. I'm sure. I mean, you think cavemen were just throwing spears on New Year's? Like, yeah, just start throwing rocks and spears that's in the sky. Man, they're doing MMA before. Like, they were just rolling. They were doing the capoeira. Capoeira. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Ollie the Strong or that shit. Get into fights and shit. That shit was like, I use like 90s movies. We need to do like a. Old movie podcast. You gotta watch right original gang, original Orig- gangsters. Original gangsters. All right, I'm we could do like on. a review, or just we can review a bunch of like shitty movies. Yeah, you we, a list, I'll right? give you. I'll send you a list probably tonight, maybe like, tomorrow. Uh, but I guess <laughs> I have a list. Back, it's yeah. literally I have a watch list okay. on on Prime. So go. it is like anything from Death Wish. You have to watch the right death. All of Death Wish's movies are good up until like five. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> like three is like classic. <laughs> and like it's just it's just funny and it's a lot of different just like corny shit you see. I've heard that one. Yeah, like certain movies you see, you're like, oh man, this crazy, is crazy, like, crazy times, man. We're living in a crazy, crazy era, man. This shit is wild. Things are opening up though. I'm gonna start be doing comedy. Uh, you said you got a show coming up, right? Yep, Monday, June twenty second at Boomer's Cafe in Long Beach, California. Boom, there uh, it is. Yeah, that's there the wave is. voice. We'll be at the Spaghettini <laughs> Lounge, Spaghettini Bar and Grill in Orange County, uh, ninety four point seven. The wave. <laughs> ninety four seven. <laughs> and then you hear the wave crash. You hear it crash on yeah. the rocks and shit. <laughs> hey, tell me, we see we can do a bunch of shows. We, can, we have a DJ show. We can do all this shit. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, uh, I don't know what my next book show is gonna be, uh, but I'm hitting open mics and shit. Man, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do next. But even though you just said that, yeah. honestly, I just thought about like so it'll be a year I've been doing comedy. I started with a book show. Yeah. Like with actual like people and I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, and now it's like a year later and it's coming back to a book show. Yeah. Doing and, more. Like, and I want to do open mic, but I'm like, that's like That's the first thing on the menu. Yeah. I was <laughs> like Well, I was if I hit something though, well you said that uh beach uh, shit tomorrow. Uh, that, uh, yeah, garage mic. Garage, uh, I was thinking hitting on Saturday maybe. See, I'll probably do that either way, yeah. so just to get warm back up for like. Yeah. I've been, I'll be like, I'll smoke a blunt and be in my kitchen like, like riffing like I'm doing on stage. And, I know. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. kind of you got, like the, you got the, the itch now. Yeah, I've yeah. been doing that the last like maybe week and a half. Like it just, <laughs> it just hit like yeah. when shit seems bad. It's mm-hmm. and I'm just going just before we ended, just going back yeah. to just what. When shit seems like you feel it inside, like when you feel it, like when shit is scary, you're you naturally like this isn't right. Right, like, I'm nervous, and it this the whole this whole shit seemed like that at first because of going in, and after a while, it just didn't feel right, and it's it just doesn't feel right like inside. So I don't know, like that's even more like when shit seemed like a natural instinct. When, like, just seeing the city, not just because I see people back out, because, yeah, they can get sick and die or spread it or whatever, mm-hmm. but just seeing how shit was and 
still seeing shit and seeing the protests. These people, the common sense telling me that 100,000 people that have been protesting in Georgia way before uh, George Floyd even got murdered for Aubrey, mm-hmm. and there was no spike in Georgia. It's still 100, yeah. like, and it just doesn't make sense. So that's, like, it's just a lot of stuff to work, but it started feeling right. It just clicked of, like, I, I just kind of got that itch of, like, it just came to me when then I was just, like, thinking I was high and laughing at some shit in my head. And just, you know, you start coming out with jokes and punchlines or just delivery. (laughs) Even you're just constructing. And it was just like, I I didn't even say it until you just said it like that. But it just felt like at no point through this whole shit, I didn't feel that. Until now where it's like, man, and it ain't just because I'm seeing other people. It's just, it's that is in it. Mm. But it's like, it just feels like right now, this, like, fuck the, okay, you gave it enough time. Like, right more than enough time than they even asked for yeah multiple times so just now shit should be just you gonna die in the house or you gonna die outside yeah i feel like yeah there's been certain cases where people have gotten it where it's like they've had like the so much minimal contact so you got to give people the enough time and then the opportunity to take the chance if they like if they they understand what it is now i think we understand a little bit more what it is now a little bit like we're willing it just changes so much. it does we're like we're i think people are saying like okay even if i do get it like the all the asymptomatic shit we're talking about yeah through your eyes you're like yeah. it took to that like a few months ago it was through your eyes you start wearing goggles stupid you know, man like, like, like face like shields skills, and shit. ski yeah. shields and ski yeah. goggles and snow goggles and shit then like they were like uh it, then they started to switch it up. i think they because they knew people were just like hanging around and a couple people were just smashing still. Like, people were doing booty calls. Oh, yeah. Nothing else to do. No work. Just smoke and fuck and eat and video games, movies, binge watch. And then they switched it to that. That COVID is transferable in sperm. Did you see that one? Yeah. They, then all of a sudden, like, a month, like three months later. Like, really? All of a sudden now, oh, it's a, you didn't, a doctor didn't know that in February. Right. You telling me that? Like, like <laughs> fuck you. That's just the, oh, that's, oh, this man. is just, it's just, I feel offended by what they want me to think. That's all I'm saying. It's, I feel, and I feel we all should be offended that they think we're this dumb. Like, and it's not, that doesn't mean there isn't a sickness that killed a bunch of fucking people, got a bunch of people with, Bad health conditions. Yeah, both sick. both can be true. So, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. there's no no. I'm not a fucking genius that just breaks the truth down. Because and, yeah, shit. The goalposts have moved so exactly. much. A lot. A lot and of different people times. Lie I understand. I understand that. And I they'll lie to cover a lie. But yeah. some shit happened. Some shit yeah. was might have been released on. We could have been attacked. I, I had a theory when it first. I thought it was probably a chemical attack from Iran, and they just didn't want to say it because it would mean we're in a war, and they don't want to say that shit in an election year. Yeah, like I really thought that shit on Cross Day, and they vowed revenge on us this year when we killed that dude Baghdadi, the big OG dude over there, and they really was like, they had that video of them having that big meeting talking about they were gonna do something to America. I don't and remember this. Yeah, this yeah. was like in like fucking like last year. Like not even like it had to be when he killed that dude like in December. Like yeah, Trump, like and they were like he was a bad dude, and even a lot of people were saying no matter like a lot of what Trump does, like that guy needed to. He really was like a bad dude that was yeah. gonna do some like, and they they're the leaders in chemical. They've always been the leaders in chemical warfare, and that doesn't mean they could have did some shit and sold it to China in hopes to use it on like with the promise to use it on everybody. So, Who knows? I mean, you know Who what knows? I mean? It's just yeah. it's just shit that we can go down yeah. any rabbit hole 
Yeah, they all exist. We got carrots for days. It's true though. That's a, that's a that's t-shirt. Carrots for days with like a rabbit. Looking through a hole. Yeah, I think yeah. like no, only a few people would get that. We got, I got to write that down. <laughs> that's it. We gonna we gonna plan that for the show. Like that'd be a good one. Hey, like that'll be the name of your special. Carrots for days. Carrots for days. Hey, ooh. they gotta. They be thinking of being jewelry. You gotta do like a whole. You gotta do whole Eddie Bravo. Exactly. They be thinking just be a black dude with tattoos and he's ex rapper and it's about jewelry because he's saying carrots. But then I will pop up totally different and like fuck everybody's head up. That's how you do it. with the metaphor of like the rabbit holes. It's like playing three D chess on here. Watch out, Crystal Lee. I'm coming. We got space now. Hey, fuck it. Fuck I smell blood in the water. Put it on wax. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, you know what's so crazy, though? Why does he call his, like, fans babies? That's another thing, too. I'm just like, why does it have his fascinations with that shit? It just automatically, you didn't even right? finish it. And it, like, I didn't think. That was one thing I was thinking that, about earlier. Like, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, like damn, maybe I, this I, is a subtly, he like just subtly like have this shit. Right? He's always talking about that stuff. That's cr- that's crazy, that is crazy. I'm gonna change your little diaper. He's like, like he saying little shit like that. Shit. Like yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. change your little diaper, rub your bottom. He be just saying a little off kind of yeah, like off the cuffs type. Yeah, like, it's just like funny or something. I know that's I never thought of that. That's um, see, uh, that's yeah. what I mean. I mean, hey, Hollywood. Who knows, man? But, uh, I mean, look at the dude that directed the like all what the first X Men, the first couple X Men movies. Yeah. And they said he was having these like fuck parties at his house with like <laughs> they bring in like 14, 15, 16 year old boys, and it'd be all these. Holl- this is a dude that directed Damn. the first X Men with Hugh Jackman, and Patrick Stewart, all of yeah, this. yeah, yeah, and they'd have like water, like pool. Halle parties. Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Would have pool parties. Yeah. With like these little like young dudes and be fucking and everyone's there. I believe it. And like he got when it, it came out like years later when like one of the boys who at the time was maybe twenty one mm-hmm. and he was like yeah this dude did this they were all, they was uh, this person was there that person and they hurried up and kind of brushed them off and then they just fired dude and then that's when the new director it was kind of a blessing because in the X Men movies got like really good. Yeah, like really good. Yeah, they were like they were cool before, but they were like, eh. like when he got busted for being a pedo, it was just like, hey, this is hot. <laughs> they need more people to come out. This is wild. That's what happened to the Gun one. Brothers, the Gun, the James Gun. What? Is, yeah, what? What was it again? He had like tweets or some, some weird tweets, shit. Some tweets, like that was like hinting towards like liking pedophilia or it's okay. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, it was like some strange shit. Like even he was saying like they, apologizing like, for and, it and, and shit. Then they were like jokes at certain tweets. Some of the tweets I remember like one of them was like. Like it's nothing like some of that like little booty or it was like strange shit like like now nah, I don't don't quote, like exactly yeah, yeah, but yeah, in yeah. the literally yeah. in that lane, someone in that yeah and of like and it was like of some ooh I like maybe maybe that's why it's so that. good I was but. disappointed in that because it it was like so many years earlier but like also it was like yeah uh, they like wait like to get offended. Like, yeah, and and they made good movies too. So I was yeah, like, then it's so like you're like, fuck. I was like, god damn it, I want another. That's why everybody like you see about Hyde. That's what we yeah. I wanted to talk about. I forgot about that. Uh, the guy that played Hyde on the '70s show. Oh and yeah, they, Danny Masterson yeah, just had. Just he's three. had he's had allegations. Oh really? For a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he looks had, a little aggressive. 
Yeah. So no, I'm just I'm just doing that because that's what they do to black people. Well, Maybe, like he looks. I mean, he has that beard and then those that curly hair. He he looks he, like he'll, he'll take it. He's had some like stuff where he's like apparently said some like racial slurs before and stuff too. Yeah, so he's got some other stuff. Oh, I'm I, 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 I played I half believe, black on the show. Remember? You ever he played like maybe because he his dad was hosted, was Tim Reed on the '70s show, the father from Sister Sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I was like, oh, no wonder his hair was all curly. <laughs> his brother was on a who was that shit? Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, he got arrested today. Uh, he was charged yesterday. He got ar- arrested. Uh, he out here snatching ass. Yeah, man, this is wild. This is wild. Oh, about this fool? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's part of certain Scientology, too. Yeah. They take like that's why they said uh, Katie Holmes broke up. Like that was the final straw with with Tom. Mm. They were like this crew that? that they yeah. take all the kids on when they would get like, a, uh, like four and five. Uh-huh. And they, I think it's either like all it's the like little girls. Party. Yeah, it's like some weird shit, and like none of or it's it's something where like none of the moms can come or some weirdo shit mm. where it's like uh nah. And it just don't seem right. It was something to that level. And Katie, that's what, when Katie Holmes finally was like, fuck Tom Cruise and his fake-ass marriage Damn. for Hollywood. And you're not taking my daughter on no fucking boat with a bunch of old niggas and have a, like a fucking orgy, a kid orgy or some shit for your little weird religion that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to a Scientology church before. Wow. Like when I was, uh, when I was about like 16. Oh, mom, did you? One of my mom's uh, friends, one of her, someone she did her, my mom did like a lot of hair for like Hollywood people. Okay. Then like she gotcha. did like one of these chicks here. She was in that shit. And uh, I just remember like, it was, it wasn't weird or anything. It was just, they were just like, it was like some positive thinking and right. like you can do it, just put it out. It was almost like what you kind of, whatever you put in the universe, if you keep saying you can get it, you can get it. And it just... It didn't seem, from what I seen that one Sunday, mm. it didn't seem, excuse me, like it didn't seem far off of like, like oh this is creepy. But of course I was like sixteen, right? And then I went on the L. Ron Hubbard tour. Oh yeah, in Hollywood. I used to my school. I went to independent study in Hollywood. Right. Like, okay. Okay. To, like regular high school. Yeah, yeah. So I would catch the bus right off of like Ivar and uh, right across the street from there. They're building on Ivar and uh, yeah, I know exactly on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. I used to wait for the bus right there as like a kid, like a teenager. And so I would always just look at that building, have my earphones on. Huge ass like, building. And I'd be like, yeah. just like, so one day I just said, fuck it, and went in. And, uh, you know, like, actually, I went in with a chick. It was like this chick from high school, this little van little chick I was trying to, like, get. So we were, like, waiting for the bus after school one day, went in. And, like, we were just walking around, and they were like, yeah, and they were giving us this whole story. And, and Ron was, and this, that, this, that, that, blah, 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 blah. And. <laughs> And what I took from it, even at 16, he was a weirdo that pretty much tried to, like, create that, like, he went to these different places, islands, and they literally chased his ass out of there. Yeah. All these little islands he went to, he went with Scientology early. Mm. And, like, he would try to, like, he would be there for, like, a few months to right. a year or whatever, and he all over, like, in the these little, like, Pacific Island uh, islands or whatever, mm. or South America, any of just these yeah, different yeah, places. Yeah. And he would go with Scientology and try to present it, and they'd be like, they'd end up trying to like kill him. 
like literally trying to like kill him and chase him out of the city. So they did it kind of how like the Mormons did it. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, he just he just romanced the story. But it's just weird. I don't know, like John like Travolta. There's so many like celebrities in it. That's almost so wild about it. So wild. Yeah, it's crazy. The like the new religions are so weird. But then you look at the old religions. You're like, is crazy. Like, you're like, the fucking history and so on. We'll burn a person, man. <laughs> There's like, a, yeah, that, that's a whole that's a whole nother. We're gonna podcast, throw a person man. off a cliff to make it rain. We'll uh, we'll talk about. Religion and yeah, '90s movies. Next, I'm already next like, podcast. I already have like a few <laughs> other topics. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about what happens at, in uh, 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 fucking Fight Island and shit oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Shit, you want to do a Fight Island? Uh, um, uh, uh, fight cast. Or a fight A half ass fight. We should call it a half cast. A half cast. Half cast. Half ass. Because we watching the fights and smoking and drinking. Half ass podcast. Half ass podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the Fight Island. Fuck it. Yeah. Or Abu Dhabi. When is it? Is this Saturday? No, nah, it's in a couple weeks. I okay, think. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, damn. I think it's in July. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. I was say, they cranking them the fuck out. I think that's when the first one's in July. We'll see. We'll see. I'll probably do the rest in Vegas, I think, until then. Yeah, that's it. That's good. I'm glad they're doing them and shit. So. All right, then. All right, where can the people find you? Tony Grams, uh, at Tony Grams, and shit. All right, boom. Tony Grams. <laughs> Tony Grams. All right, boom. Uh, this is your host, Mario Caballero. I am at Puro Caballero. E. This is the Puro Caballero Show, of course. Uh, you've been listening. Um, yeah, episode 84. Catch y'all later. Yee. Um, yeah, episode 84.